Hey Legionnaires, General Kara Organa here. If you've got any young Padawans listening, now might be a really good time to send them off to the Jedi Training Academy because listener discretion is advised. Hello there. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, an unlikely band of nerds united over their common love for the Star Wars Legion miniatures game. We Are Legion is a podcast dedicated to coverage of all aspects of the hobby, from competitive play and list building, to painting, modelling and terrain building. And now, here are your hosts. And welcome back to another episode of We Are Legion. I am your host, Support Officer Cooper, and with me as always is... Engineering Captain Courtney. And hi, I'm off Mitch. You might be wondering, what brought me here today? Ed, I don't know, but there's so much Empire stuff going on. Let's do it. <laughs> so it's, it, it's been a long week. I mean... It worked. It did, it did. Uh, we've uh, we've actually got an episode dropping tomorrow if I can convince the uh, better half to finish the editing and tomorrow being the 17th of September. So we recorded, had mini stravaganza and a recording again inside of two weeks. How does that make everybody feel? Pretty good considering the amount of stuff we got. They're just sheer... I think it's like what Jay said. It's with Legion, it's either feast or famine, and um, let's get feasting. <laughs> I mean, if you really think it's famine, I'll wheel out some crazy ideas. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll have plenty to talk about. Yeah, I can't wait for the famine to come back just so that we can have Mitch with his crazy ideas. That's why I brought him along. <laughs> um, crazy ideas work. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Like cancelling Armada for two years. Look, they just got to find a stable meta. <laughs> yeah, see what they've got to work to. Mm. All this change, all that change in Armada, I really shouldn't. They've they've only just got their their uh, Clone Wars toys, so yeah, yeah. Don't want to don't want to uh... twist a knife too much for them. So with all of the fun things that have been coming out this week, and I mean, we we have a lot to talk about release wise. Did either of you get any hobby done? Uh, no. It's uh, mainly been Invader League in, in my spare time, uh, which which we'll get to later, I'm sure. Because uh, um, that's good. good fun. Well, I was going to leave that till next episode so that you guys could give me some full battle report rundowns. Because whilst I have seen... Oh, we, we got, yeah, I've got my final games coming up like tomorrow and Saturday. So we should definitely talk about it today because I'll be in a different mood next recording. <laughs> I was going to say, I've seen two of your games. Three to yours, and I'll... Well, why don't we get to that now? Uh, you can... I'll, I'll start. No, and say that... we got, we got housekeeping to do. You've got, got to yeah. keep with the theme, mate. Work through the order. Uh, I even wrote it down. You, you wrote it down? Because it's oh, yeah, not on it's right the... there. Wait, what? Where? Where is it? I can't see it. In the document. In the document? I'm looking in you the You know document. that one that scroll all the way to the top? I'm in the top. I'm looking at the top. This is what you people don't actually hear normally. Are you looking at the correct one? Uh, current <laughs> product. All right. I'll, 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 go, I'll go from here. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you, housekeeping. Ah, oh, he, um, he did do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed. Mitch, take us away. Uh, housekeeping. Well, the only bit that I remember from housekeeping is that we have the uh, the Teespring tea store. Do we have pens yet, Courtney? No, no pens. Not yet. And we're still. Why can't we have stickers? But you know, we've actually got to have events for those to come out. Yeah, we. Oh, we make them like gold stars, but they have like Jeremy's face on it or something. <laughs> hey, I could get stickers with Jeremy's face on it, but I was kind of going to hold them until Adepticon, um, which I hopefully might get across for in twenty twenty two. Um, oh. And I'll hand out We Are Legion stickers and gold stars to people that beat me, which would just be Jeremy's face. <laughs> You're gonna have uh, to get like. I reckon we should give them out for like, for like meme worthy stuff, like rolling like five plus red dice and getting all blanks. Oh, you oh know, that actually happened to me the other day. Um, <laughs> or, or, or you know, making, uh, that actually happened to me. <laughs> or making uh, Mitch work really, really hard for that. Did you beat Lachlan? That was meme worthy. Well, that coming to you in a segment soon. <laughs> Or just, We're still in housekeeping. Or just a little later. Um, yes, so we have a Teespring store. We haven't sold any shirts in a while. Lucky the Teespring store is free. No. Buy our shirts, mm-hmm. people, because then it allows us to throw more money at things like order tokens, because at the moment, the money we have sitting there will do one set when the guys get back to us. So order tokens are still on hold as well. Uh, I'm probably going to pursue this a lot harder when Australia opens up, and by that I mean the southeastern side of Australia, where most of the people in the country are. <laughs> I think we only got, how many weeks is it? One, two, five four. weeks to go. Four, four weeks to go because it's the Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Four, four weeks to go until uh can throw dice at people. Not on the table, like at people. <laughs> Possibly throw yes, dice at people. But, but it- Remember, we have to get to 70% first. So, you know, if we get to 69% and it sits there for like four weeks... We're still not oh, we're, at we're, the, Yeah, that's the not model says seventy percent. Even probably before <laughs> the eleventh is is possible now. So I'm gonna throw my dice at someone soon. Dice coming at your face at a place near you yeah. soon. In 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 a safe place. In a safe way, of course. In a COVID safe way. You know, I, the dice might not be safe. But he's gonna uh, he's gonna you'll clean, be safe. No, they have pointy edges on them. He, he's gonna have Six them, of them sitting in, in a bowl of hand sanitizer first just so that they're covered in alcohol. And he's gonna yeah, 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 of course. Look at they're sanitized in. before you throw them at people. It's fine. Um, load them into like a nerf gun and douse the whole thing in uh, <laughs> <laughs> in hand sanitizer. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's safe. Yeah. You can tell how uh, how insane um, we've gone because we're all happy and it's very violent. Mm. I've always been violent. Bosk teaches me well. He does. That lizard. That lizard. I know that was coming. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Outside of that, God. Events. There are none. None in Sydney. Colkey is definitely working on an idea. He's stewing on it at the moment for WA. Yeah. I threw a few things, uh, a few little tidbits his way and gave him some things to think about. So, include throwing dice. It well, will when I yes. have a chat with him after this recording. What about the ever-elusive Nick Con? Ah, oh, shut up. I was getting <laughs> to that. So, Moab is officially cancelled for 2021. It was officially cancelled for 2020. And as such, 
Nick, in his infinite wisdom, and, you know, more than... Uh, fuck, where am I going with this? More than Here trying to go. keep it twi- more than trying to keep it quiet with me, with just me knowing for the better part of two months. Nick Con at some point will be coming. Yeah, Nick Con will be coming. I mean, he announced it today in the chat. I mean, yeah, he, he did. I mean, if you he were did. on the he Discord, he was saying, "Go get vaccinated, or he won't get to come." Yeah, if like, you were, that was on, his whole thing. If you're on the Discord last week, he announced like everyone was like, "Oh yeah, we're waiting for Nick Con," so you're all late to that party. Which channel was that in? Because I'm like MO- part of like. The MOTF channel. Look, I can't oh, okay. That's that's way down at like Discord, uh, my Discord um, number nineteen or twenty of the ones that I have to check. I just I'm just going to say I need to if leave Peter, some. If Peter Lyons knows about it and he's in Moree, then people know about it everywhere. Because if it takes you twelve hours to get to mm. his house, then yeah, yeah, it's not that big of a state secret. <laughs> But enough about NickCon yeah. because the details are still to be worked out. And when there is information, we will give you information. That's about all we can say. But there will be Nick. Yeah. There will be Nick and there will be in the name. one Luke Skywalker limited edition mini. At least one. Still new in the packet. Uh, I'm going to have to buy a boss and throw it in the prize pool, aren't I? <laughs> no, there's already one in the box. You're welcome. Oh, there's that's also. Good. I mean, you can get it. There's also a Viz well, that's and true. a Lat. Okay. And Staps. So the prize pool is there, and we will. And more. Have more details when they're available. We will. We will. We will have more details um, when they're available because the prize pool has been sitting in my house for the better part of a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we have prizes, just not an event to give them away at. And, you know, they're only prizes mm-hmm. because I can't have another copy of another army. Or can you? Nope, nope. General Kara <laughs> will kill give me. give him ideas. Look, all right, I already Jesus. have to fight into a fifth faction. But enough on that until later. Yeah, yeah. Now, Courtney, of- what about uh, Clash? Is uh, any Clash. news on that? No, well, that's me. Oh, Herocon. Herocon nah, is nothing. Nothing yet. It's it's gonna be in December. It's probably gonna go ahead, but I think they're waiting mm. until they get a clear idea on what Canberra's doing, um, and whether you know the higher ups will even sign off on the risk of holding an event like that in the current craziness Climate. that is Australia, where we're always a year behind everyone else. The current. Um, Except on strains of COVID. Apparently, we get them first or second. Yeah, I'm more talking our response, but um, this is not a political no, podcast, a political so moving podcast. on. Uh, besides that, I suppose, yes, we. I stalked the Legion Discord um, as we are Legion underscore E Captain Courtney. Uh, Jeremy's around as Ethel yeah. Cooper with. We are Legion underscore S We are Legion underscore S-O Cooper. Yep. And Mitch is a meteoric Mitch. Mediocre Mitch, yeah. Not meteoric. Did you have a stroke saying that? Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) It's also been a long week for me, and it's only Thursday. It's been a long week for everyone. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Yeah. apart from that, a little bit less than the bashing me and my armies, because they're almost all painted, which means that 
hopefully coming out of lockdown, not only can Mitch throw dice at people, but we can actually roll dice on camera again. We might actually mm-hmm. have the ability to get that would our be good. first We Are Legion bat rep out there. Just putting it out there. I'm going to have to find mm. a boss mask. Yes, um, maybe. No, 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 you are not. I have to come and be on the stream. <laughs> the costume store. We, if we can get a better camera, it'll make it a lot easier as well. Just putting that out there. Buy our t-shirts. Yes, please. Anyway. Yes. Enough of the me bashing. Because you guys, you know, mm. I've actually been doing things to improve our abilities to do things later on. You know, surge in painting. Um, things that don't require painting, however, Invader League, the thing that I don't play because up until last week, and probably the auto tint button, I paint my models. Don't don't sell me short. <laughs> and uh, I have pretty much everything painted until the next wave hits me. I, except my lat and my staps. Everything else is painted for my four factions that I have. But my four so, and my yeah. six staps are painted. I've got everything okay. painted except my AATs, my Staps, my Droidicas, my but Special Forces, enough half my characters. Hang on, hang on. Your B2s aren't painted. You wanted no. to put Maul's face on all of them. My B2s are painted. They're is just Maul's, not based, like is, fully based. They're missing their pink grass. Is Maul's face on all of your <laughs> B2s? Fair enough. No, Maul, Maul's face is only on one squad, not the whole battalion. You can't do it on everybody. Come on. Well, Maul's pick, Maul picks favourites. He's a Sith. Is he a Sith? That's fair. Is he Underworld? We'll get to that later. Invader League for you two. Who Although I think you've been more involved than any of us playing it. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good point. You've been stalking a lot of cast. I do. As per usual. That's what I do. I sit there and I watch. If I can't play games, I'm going to watch games. I think you mispronounced critique, but that's okay. Well, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll critique. critique. Same thing. Same thing. That's the same thing. He doesn't um, critique when it's a self-cast. You, you should, nobody you, should does. Uh, you should cast. Mm. Jeremy. I, uh, I actually threw that idea out to Lachlan before his second self-cast with you on it. And I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. He didn't want that. He didn't want me talking over his whole game. And yet he kept but asking he wouldn't be able me. To hear you. Well, no, that's true. <laughs> But then he kept asking. In the- <laughs> you want me to ask my opponents for tomorrow, tomorrow night or Saturday morning if they want to be no, cast I've, by. I have the kids all weekend. It's not going to work this weekend. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I was like last weekend when so, I could watch all so of the things and do all the things. We are Legion Twitch channel run by Jeremy coming soon. Possibly. Um, Especially now that I also have TTS as much as I absolutely hate it. Absolutely. All you have to have it is for the spectator and you're fine. Like no, You don't even need to. Oh, yeah. Just sit at the top. Yeah. Talking about being a spectator, I'll talk mm. about my Invader games. Sounds good. Yeah, go on, Mitch. Go on. Tell us how you've beaten two so, players out of three. So, What? Didn't you beat Lockheed? Oh, how I got beaten two out of three. No, 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 no. <laughs> Whoops. Um, so, last cast. I think I won my first game against um, 
the double SB to triple A uh, RT. And the last two games I had, the first one was against a Rebel Vet Spam, which I will uh, definitely take credit for coming up with that uh, that least concept right on this cast. Good call, um, good call. But also, I'm going to point out, you screwed yourself over in turn five. Was it five or four? We had a very deep dive at the end of that game for the better part of two hours because you were so pissed off. I, 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 had a, I had a think about the, the act count. I don't think there was a way for me to pull it back. That was like above 2% chance. Um, two anyway. Is, two is still more than zero. Yes. Well, it was... I missed it. So how about you start at the start and tell me how you got into that 2% chance. So I was playing uh, Long March uh, Payload. Ooh. And so I felt pretty good about it, given that I had a double bus to block their payload and I had an op Luke to sort of do force shenanigans. Um, but there was a lot of bodies to chew through. And yep. um, turn one, got my buses up into position, got Luke into position, took a couple chip wins on the buses. Things were looking okay. Uh, and turn two, I got um, sabcommed, so I didn't have my full order control. Uh, so I took my one order on one of my buses, given that Luke was pretty safe, sort of half behind a building. But I drew Luke really early on wow. in the turn. So I was like, oh, I'll double move, I'll bring a unit into me. And Luke, Luke was sort of sort of safe. Um because he was kind of around the corner of a building just with this one, bullying this one squad. But they hadn't activated, so he could have withdrawn, but it, it re- really wouldn't have done anything. Now, this Except is not I the got part punched. He, this is not the part where he lost, but go on. Except I got punched no. for four wounds. Oh, from a six-man like, mm-hmm. vet squad. Mm-hmm. Six-man vet squad. I was like, well, that, that's not ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had dodge tokens as well, so... Yeah, I think I rolled, you got the, the full set and then I dodged one and saved one of five. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Ouch. Um, Ouch. And so I got my buses to swing around, but the way the, the token stack sort of happened, um, I was only able to get one of my fleet units to jump out and get a shot off. And they rolled like three hits on their 12 dice with their two aims. Um, and so then Chewie just soaked it up and got charged. And then my, that unit of fleets evaporated. And then my, the fleets in my other bus, I had to pass their turn early on before the bus got to move. Um, so they got shot out of their bus by it blowing up. And then sort of they got melted after getting one round of shots off. So... For trading my buses and, like, all my fleets, I killed one unit of vets and did sort of half health on Chewie, and that's it. Ouch. Um, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty rough. Op Luke then proceeded to kill basically a unit a turn. He rolled pretty well offensively, except one attack where he left one model alive and um, sort of that one unit was just enough to cause sort of uh, a unit leader count to favor favor my opponent in each round end. I think his payload only moved once that game, and mine moved two or three times. I just needed to move my payload one more time to score. Um, 
oh, my snipers got caught out of position because I had to sprint them up to try and push my payload. I got split fire on, and uh, he got enough hits through to sort of knock out two sniper squads in, in one attack. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up losing nil-nil-nil mm. on a count back of 488 killed to 470 killed. Now, there's, there's two things that he forgot. In his turn five, he should have double moved and instead he aimed shot or shot moved or something because he needed that with, ex- with his sniper. Uh, I had a sniper that I wanted to pin a unit so it couldn't count on the objective. Um, got the... No, I double blanked on the shot, I think, so yeah, I didn't even did. get the suppression. But so it meant that that unit got to run in. And oh, uh, but okay. even worse was that Luke could have dealt with the unit that ran in, but he needed his sniper to actually get close enough to his um, his thing to actually make it move. Payload. Yeah. yeah Which he okay. could have done with two double moves. Yep. And then when he didn't do that second, he didn't do double blank. He double blanked, so he aimed. He didn't even uh, move. He aimed shot, and it was just like ah. Uh, uh, no, I, I moved shot because I needed to move because I was around the corner. That's right. Oh, that was the other thing. In the sniper duel, I lost like three sniper models before I dealt any damage to his snipers. Yep. I couldn't. I couldn't roll a hit on my snipers. <laughs> it was. It was spectacular how how poor my dice were in that first turn, and then um, Lachlan did a good job of just locking me out enough that uh, and it didn't matter what Opluke heroics pulled. Uh, Opluke did. Opluke carried that game for four turns. Like the, the Son of Skywalker turn, there was two or three combinations. You went the mathematically correct way, and the only thing I can think of was the way in which I said it to you in the chat afterwards. Was, yeah. um, I was like, this is the way which is like the biggest swing, but if wins gives you the biggest reward. Yeah, it was just too low probability. Again, you went the mathematical way, and I went the, well, if you do this move, push there so that he's out, do this. And it yeah, was, it, it was it a was, very complicated puzzle. Yeah, it was. Um, it, and it was nearly midnight when he was trying to work this out, and I'm sitting here going, all right, now if you do this move, that move, uh, if you go move, push so that he's out of the bubble, you're in another unit, you stab that unit to death, and then you saber throw into a one-man unit and kill that unit. You've basically gone up. Still three. killed two units with the SOS turn. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah but the, third, the reason that I said it that way was so that you had three units moved or killed by Skywalker in a turn where he needed to yeah. move and kill three units, and I think you did two. That was the... That was the other one where it was like, if you can get yeah, three, okay. I, you can do I, three. I think, oh, I remember that one, but he would have shot my single fleet uh, sergeant. Yeah, but you because it would have been no longer been engaged. But you would have shot it with the back unit. But you would have lost a model. Yeah, but you would have been up three liters to two at that point, so your cart would have moved. That was the, and you were working out the puzzle based on trying to keep people alive so that you could do moving twice, and it was you only needed to get it to move once. It was okay. It was a very, 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 and I, I'll stress watching this game. I think I've yelled more at the screen, and I had it on a seventy-two inch screen looking at it. I've yelled more at a screen in this game than I have yelled at a grand final in NRL because there was just twenty. I'm not even going to exaggerate. There was near twenty minutes of trying to figure this puzzle out. Where Lockham's going, can we move this along a little bit? And Mitch is going, I'm just. 
just trying to figure the puzzle out. Just give me a minute. Just, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, do this! Do it now! And then you'll see me typing. And then I'll like, I can't even send it yet. He's got to do something before I can even send him a message. I can't interfere with this game at all. I just, anyway, I'll, I'll type it up. And then when he's done it, I'll be like, this is how you could have played it. And he goes, and he his reply was just, yeah, but the math didn't work. And I'm like, yeah, but the math doesn't always work. That's fine. That's fine. Math Sometimes you got to do a Hail Mary. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, I, like, I bet more on an, an opponent error than a than a sub one or sub two percent dice chance though. Yeah, but your no. dice like was we swinging. we don't operate at ninety eight percent sort of optimal. No. Nowhere near. No, no, but your <laughs> dice had already done the downward swing, so you could only go up from here. Anyway, like you know, my second game was uh, far more clean cut. Um, it was intercept the transmissions. Uh, against double land speeder with Han and uh, oh yeah James Brett's Lando game. in it. Uh, I remember that list. Yeah, yeah. I got yes. uh, so how did turn you... one a random mark two. Shot my shot my bus. Did three wounds. So he lost. Oh, that's a great start. You lost both buses by turn two in that game. Yep. Oh, ouch, ouch. I lost my first bus to... I, I failed... What's the bus got? Eight health or nine health? Nine. Nine. Then I failed nine out of ten saves because I got one save before it died. <laughs> and that was in the last attack. Yeah, it was It was painful Just to watch. Just ouch. <laughs> I, I logged in and was watching from like five... Well, might not have been five minutes in, but effectively it was about the fourth activation of the game and Mitch is just like removing a bus. You're like, ah, oh, ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, that's no, no. What, how, how did you remove a bus? Uh, in the crazy thing is if that bus doesn't die in that attack, then it gets to sort of sprint at his land speeder and then those fleets can shoot up the, the land speeder or the character and then Luke's right in behind can SOS at the start of the next turn yep. and clean up a character and a land speeder. Like, as much of a landslide as it was, if that didn't happen, I think it would have been a landslide the other way. Yes. But yeah. uh, it was, dice were not my friends. It was. I took a calculated risk and... Um, <laughs> didn't pay off. No, it did not at all. He, he planned a Hail Mary based on math. Doesn't work. It's a uh, good bet. I, I would take that bet every it, day. Look, betting on Skywalker is always a good bet. Betting on a bus to survive is always a good bet, but... Critical two impact one and the large dice pools of a Mark two and a land speeder generally, you know, can pop a tank. So what's that critical? Uh, the speeder's only got eight health. Okay, so yeah, so he fa- really improved that much. No, um, <laughs> so he, he failed so eight out of nine. Eight out of nine? <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean, what's the size of that pool again? How many dice? Just vanilla. So it's the it's the red, hard points for the red. pistol wasn't in range. No, no. So it's and the he threw the mark two in on that. Yes, four for the mark two, oh. four for the four for the gun, and three for the rocket. So it's a eleven mm. dice pool with impact two and, and critical two. infinite critical, and he has sure. one aim. Um, so it's, it's thirteen dice. Critical. Uh, it's critical too. If it averages, it's infinite enough. 
if we're just talking about means. So, like, you're only talking about four and a half hits. And he had the the um, the double tap droid, but he wouldn't have been able to fire support again with the Mark II. Um, so, assuming that the he could again because he fired with it early, that's nine hits through the armor, and all you have to do is make two of those saves, and you're good. Um, but I got hit with far more than nine hits because uh, he didn't even have to double tap. <laughs> and uh, I saved one of those nine. So yep. I, I, I knew the math. Um, uh, the, the only other problem with this... That's going to die. The only and I was in, in my P10 bracket that I don't play around. <laughs> hmm. And it was... Um, Dice gonna dice. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. The, the other thing with that was his deployment setup. He had one bus on each flank, effectively. So, if he had the second bus sitting there, he could have still enacted his bus Luke, uh, bus fleet Luke plan. But you know, whilst he's down on points, mm. would have been able to make some of it up really quickly. But because you know, I would have lost my back point though, and probably not been able to recover it. That was what I was scared of. Yeah. What was the deployment, just out of curiosity? Advanced uh, major. Roll? No, major. it was major. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it was... There was, a big, um, there was a big line of sight blocker around my back point. It would have been pretty hard to take it back. Yeah, but then you just... I feel like with major offensive, much like with keep, you just... You focus on two points. It's just a... Like, mathematically, you can go for the center and move them off theirs, or you can hold yours and go for the center, but you can't really do all three. It's really hard to. I was going for his far point. That bus was there on a suicide run for his land speeders. But again, as I said, uh, turn one went bad, and then opponent did a very good job of locking me out of a comeback. Yeah. Fair enough. You've got two more games left. One is against Kolke. Yeah, and one's against Chicken Prawn, who's running... A chaotic version of one of my favorite lists. Maybe my favorite list. More B2 spam? He's running a double of Maul, but he had no B2s. Uh, Maul Dooku. And it's got triple Ooh. medic. Ew. No heavies in the B1s. Uh, no, no. No. Okay. Sure. Why? Why? Um, why, why? why not? <laughs> which I think is an interesting matchup. Extra wounds? <laughs> um... Because I've got buses, and his only impact is the lightsabers, because the B1s don't have any heavies. Um, but he's got 18 wounds of sabers. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of wounds to choose through. And then yep. Kolki uh, is playing double bus, but naked Wookiees, basically naked Wookiees. So if you win both of those games... Oh, and Cassian. Yep. Oh, my, my, my destiny is still in my hands. If I win uh, both by max VPs, so at least three up... That I'm auto in, um, but I can get through with at least a win by one victory point. But both wins, but one of them not count back. That that's the minimum I need. And then results to go your way as well. I'm assuming, or is everyone else in your pod pretty much done? I think that's pretty much it because a lot of their games have been. Yeah, I knew one of the pods was doing well. Do you need other other results to go your way, or is it just basically all in your own hands? So if I win both and win both by max margin, which is at least three VPs, then I'm in automatically. But okay. the minimum I need with some other results is both wins with uh, one of those matches not being a count back. 
because if I win both and they both are ties, then uh, Lachlan beats me on um, tiebreakers because we'll both have three wins and three points, so he'll win on um, head-to-head, I assume is the tiebreaker rule. Um, so I need one VP to get ahead of him, and we'll both be tied on three and two. And then the only person that uh, comes into it is Chicken Prawn, who can be three and two, but his max points are eight, whereas my max points from here are nine. So it's in my own destiny, but I need some big wins. But you, but if you beat, so you have to beat Chicken Prawn either way. I have to beat Chicken Prawn, and then I have to yep. beat Polky. Yeah, and you need to hope Chicken Prawn loses his other game to be sure, basically. Chicken Prawn can win if he yeah, wins. Yeah, Kesha. <laughs> Uh, well, don't forget, Keshi is running double air speed, a triple RT. Yeah. And it's only double sabers. So who has the bid in that? I, think. Uh, I don't know. So the double the mall has a 23 bid and the armor list has an 18 bid. Um, Fair enough. Oof, those are all bad objectives for armor. So yeah, if the armor list had the, the bid, then it probably could be run away with bits uh because like bombing run or breakthrough but the bid is not high enough yeah who knows air speeders do air speeder things yeah that's the other side of it they could just take them out like they could both just come in and just smack one of either do cool mall and just be like haha you're dead now um <laughs> yeah it's like cool yeah you can heal six wounds but you can only heal one per activation yes yeah I only have to do realistically seven to wipe you out with two air speeders and get some lucky rolls, of course. But um, that's all theoretical <laughs> at this point. That it is. Well, good good luck on those games. And if I don't at least jump into the chat to be asked random rules, I'll be there to watch. Well, the games are tomorrow night and Saturday morning. Um, so if you if you'd like to cast, if you're not got the kids at that those particular times. You're more than welcome to yell at the screen and have everyone listen. I love it. Um, <laughs> for the tomorrow night one, possibly. All right, let me know and I'll uh, let Chicken Prawn. What time? I'll is ask it? Chicken Prawn if he's okay. What time with is it? it? Uh, where's my bit of paper? What time is it? Eight thirty. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, let me get back to you in and ask him in the morning because I'll be honest and say eight thirty is right as the kids all go down. I'm, I might be okay to cast. Okay. I'll, I'll ask him tonight because tomorrow will be too late. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say it may or may not happen. But uh... hey, Co- hey, Courtney, can we, can we uh, <laughs> co cast this? <laughs> uh, no, because I'll be playing at the time. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate you. Sorry, right, I'll just ask him. When, when's your last two games, Courtney? Uh, this weekend, actually, Friday, Saturday. I was hoping. I was I put it out there that um, Friday and Saturday night are my two nights to play, and the two remaining people I need to play um, responded. So I'm like, one on Saturday, one on Friday. I'm like, okay, let's let's do this again. <laughs> so pretty much all of them, I'm going to be completely done come how Saturday is, night. So. How is your? I'm looking at your roster. It seems that you need to win out and get results. Uh, I need to win big. I actually, if the maximum points you can get is three from a it game, is. I can't get yeah. there. I can't get there. You, um, you can you can make playoffs. You just need to win both and have Beefcake lose his final game. Yeah, that equals seven. Uh, I got to play him as well. No, but um, that gives you four and one. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got to. Yeah, okay. 
Oh, haven't you played Beefcake yet? One of my games is Beefcake. Oh, perfect. Um, then it's entirely within your control. You just need to win both games. Well, well no, because he'll have more victory points because uh, you just said no, the maximum have four is wins. three. He's only on three wins, so he'll go to three yeah. and two, and you'll go to four and one. Oh, yeah, he's my last game, so yes, yeah. if I win my next game... You just games, need to win get... both. Yeah. Oh, right, he lost to someone, didn't he? Yeah. Who did he lose to? Oh, he lost to Arkin, who's sitting above us. We've both lost to Arkin. So you got to win two, I got to win two, here comes... I didn't realise I was still in with a chance. I was going to... Mediocrity are legion. <laughs> Don't you dare uh, start this crap. Honestly? Yeah, if I win the next two games, I go four and one, and one of them against Beefcake. Jesus, I didn't even... Right, okay. It's going to be an uphill battle. <laughs> no, are you playing him battle. Saturday night? So I can... <laughs> no, no, that's... I'm playing Darth Muppet on... Saturday, from memory. I oh, think I'm playing Beefcake that's tomorrow the list night. you're playing against. What? Well, yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah. What list? What am I playing? Uh, Which one are you looking at? Are you looking Beefcake. at the basic mirror? Yeah. It's so it's uh it's a triple yeah. stab twelve x, yeah with full bx, Ugh, and I mean full bx. It's got a sniper in that full bx as well. So it might as so, well be thirteen x. It's pretty much there. Yeah, it's one short of it. Um, and I'm obviously playing nine x Anakin Padme, so that'll be a real uphill battle. And I'll be red player, so yeah, possibility I could lose on the turnover of the cards with bombing run being in that third slot. And it's just basically, I can go to bed then or I'll come co-cast if that happens. <laughs> I can see. I really don't have any response to bombing run. Um, I load and, and it's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. If any other, I've got a chance, yeah, but bombing, but run, if bombing just, run gets in that, in that third slot, I'm screwed. He'll just, like, he'll trip just in out. and be like, okay, cool. I've got three VPs. Hey, he and he can just do it. He just, basically sacrifice a stab each turn and win 3-0. Like, that's, yeah, that's what he'll be able to do. And tackle your units with B1s. He won't even have to. Like, the like he'll lose to three stabs. He won't lose two of the stabs, but he'll score three victory points and then just sit in his deployment zone picking at me as I move forward with what's left. And and the BXs will tie something up, probably take out Anakin, depending on deployment, of course. Like, I'd, I'd literally have to eliminate the stabs before they dropped a bomb to have a chance. And that's a pretty big ask. It's not impossible, but <laughs> it's a pretty big ask. Um, but speaking of stabs, my I think one of my other take out stabs. Oh, sorry, I was going to segue. Go ahead, Courtney. <laughs> yeah, I was going to do a quick one on my two games. Um, one of the two games I played was against uh, Pulse Four, who was running. You'd actually really like this one. It's five B twos with hat. A naked B1, a T series, and three stats. One with long range comms, and the other two were naked, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I like and we ended list. up on. I like this list. I don't know what you're talking about. It is. It's actually. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a good. A, I liked it a lot. It's um, a lot of health and a lot of dice. Oh, so much health. So many dice. So we ended up on intercept major rapid reinforcements. Um, which was interesting. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I pulled it out in the end by one VP through my clones and Padme not dying on her one pip turn. 
for a long time. Like she soaked so much fire on that turn um, when she had like three wounds left as well. It's amazing what Danger Sense 2 does to a uh, a white save unit when they've got a stack of six suppression on them. Yes. <laughs> just just rolled well. I'm like, oh, those are two blanks, but they don't count because Danger Sense. Uh, I'm like also... She legit- legitimately took four shots and I forgot Nimble on her as well and she was spending her own dodges the whole time. So she probably should have survived. <laughs> like two days later, I went, hold on, Padme's nimble. And I looked at the card. I'm like, oh, I should have had to dodge that whole time. So she might have survived if I'd remembered that. Or he may not have shot her, which worked in my favor. Uh, Anakin died early-ish after I screwed up and placed him in the wrong spot in the center to force Trek a T-series when I should have just saber-throwed the same T-series from a safer distance and kept my choke for later. Um, and basically, we're going back, the, uh, Pulse 4 rapid reinforced two B2 units to the opposite corner to his deployment zone. So as I'm looking at it as a red player, my deployment zone is in my right-hand corner. He rapid reinforced two like directly opposite my um, deployment zone and use them to threaten my home uh, transmission point uh, from like turn one. <laughs> so I had to pull back out of there to keep units alive for a, for a push late in the game. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> and in the middle turns, I ended up having to just fire support stuff together to kill B2 units. And I did that twice and wiped half strength units off the board. Um, and it was, I think it was turn five. I fire supported a depleted phase two into an arc unit, sorry, with an arc unit into um, a B2 unit and without lethal wiped them out. I'm just like, okay, that worked really well. And it wasn't even close. Like I overkilled them by a long way. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, so fire supporting clones are still good. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm enjoying playing Padme and Anakin. Um, I would like Anakin to do a little bit better because really the clones and Padme are really carrying my list. Yeah, I'd <laughs> like Anakin to play better. I gotta play sorry I have to play better with lightsaber users the lightsaber user I'm using is Anakin Um, and he does play differently to other ones because he has Exemplar from basically the way I play him but Anakin but um, yeah Anakin being Anakin is not good like he's he's, he has his uses but he's not a full-blown linebacker. He's not a full-blown aggro unit. He's not a, like, he's, he doesn't. He's a bit of everything. He's a bit of everything. He's a jack of all trades, master of none. Master of none. Yep. So saying that he's. It's like shit Yoda. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, he's also like a lot cheaper. (laughs) And the the differences are right there. Um, Yeah, but naked, naked Yoda versus naked. Uh, Anakin is like it, it's worth more than the fifty point difference. It's just that's too too many naked <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> yes. Um, and what better? Oh, oh, damn it! I was going to segue again. <laughs> Killing me, Courtney. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. My other game against Arkan, I actually really don't want to talk about because he's Imperialist completely and utterly took me apart. Um, What's in the list? So we, we know that it took you apart, so, so we can we can um, leave it at that. <laughs> you can, you be can worse see than, that in the groups. Than my third game. So it was, uh, this is the Vader Bosk Veers list with short troopers, with comms techs and HQ uplinks and no heavy weapons. Cool. Um, a stormtrooper with medic, uh, three strike teams, actually, and a couple mortars. What's the and magic trick here? I'm missing something. Uh, the What's fact, the magic trick? The fact yeah. that snipers and boss can pick things apart that don't have a many uh, peers. Yeah. And if mm. you can get close enough to his line, he puts Vader into you. There's no magic trick. Mm. It's it's very And also, little magic trick he did play on turn one is he max firepowered a arc strike team and fire supported in a mortar because of the <laughs> ah, HQ yes. uplinks. Um, so this is the one little anecdote from this one. Uh, did that. My arcs had heavy cover, which obviously shoved it down to light. They were required to take six saves on a fire support shot and made zero of them. I actually rolled three surges and three blanks. And I'm like, okay, I'll just pick those two models up and they're gone. Bye. Even rolling. Um, You'd get a sticker with Jeremy's face on it for that. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I would. Um, I'll I'll even even allow that. um, As yeah, everything did not go right for me, and it actually was my. It actually all came back to my my fault. Um, we were playing on the Tatooine map, the bar fight, um, which is kind of funny because he had Vader and I had Anakin, so we're both hating our lives anyway. Because you know, our big big pieces are like tiptoeing around, not wanting to touch the sand. Um, <laughs> and I was on the arch side. And I thought that was good because I was blue player um, and we were playing key positions. And I just couldn't close the different the distance between range four and range three effectively without exposing everything to be able to shoot stuff, to be able to start trying to take some of these models off the board. Yeah, that, that... Um, whereas he could pretty much hit me and hit my stuff around corners and um, by just like boss moving and then shooting or picking off arcs that stepped out to do, um, to actually try and do some damage. Um, So I got, I think by the middle of turn three, I'm like going, I can't see a way to do this. But that's because I tried to go through the arch. And instead, what I should have done is tried to rush his home port, his home point and hold my home point. And let him have um, the middle. Yeah, because his home point had Veers, a sniper, a mortar, and one short trooper on it. And none of the really big dangerous stuff like Vader or Bosk or, you know, it was pretty light on. Two or three units supported by Anakin, which I had in position to go that way, but then didn't, went the other way. Could have dealt with that, taken his home port, made him made him split the rest of his forces and then I could have pushed on one of the other key positions late with Padme and the rest of my my army uh, hoping to keep Vader out or at least split Vader's attention to the point where he can't just run in and murder shit which is something he did as well <laughs> like he killed Fives' whole unit on his Vader might turn because I rolled three 
paints on the on out of five and lost three models <laughs> from my from Vader's might. I'm like, oh, cool. And then he just cut down fives and the medic who was left standing going, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, cool. There's fives dead. Cheers. Mm. So, yeah, there were some unlucky dice rolls, but realistically, it never should have got to the position where those dice rolls. Like, I made tactical mistakes before the dice screwed me over. Um Oh, it wasn't even close. Well, must be nice. I wish I got to that point. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're well, dicing. Fucking, a... fucking you up on turn, fucking yourself up on turn zero. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, Should pick the other side. No, no, he, he, he fucked himself up turn zero, and then the dice went, yeah, and I am the god of tricks. I'm, so not only did you fuck yourself fuck up. fuck you up even more. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, talking about big units that will ruin your day and fuck up your opponent's yes. side of the board. Yes. We have some Kashyyyk units. Oh, no. You, you, you didn't get to... You oh, didn't the trans- segue was there. The segue was there. That was even my weakest segue. I'm running it. out of ideas. He didn't do it the best way. What did we just miss? What what happened while you guys were playing all these games? Because it was all Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mini Travaganza! Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo! (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See? There you go. See? Mm. So, what did we get at Mini Travaganza? Holy shit, did we get shit at Mini Travaganza. Fuck. Um, Apart from the fact that we got an episode of Stabcast where they swore directly afterwards. Sweet. Not even golf clapping. You guys get a legit clap. I'm happy. Other people swear apart from me. It makes me feel good. Um, we got changes to pretty much every game that AMG's touching. Now, we're not a Marvel yep. podcast, so we won't go into it, but they changed how Marvel picked their objectives at the start of the game. We're not an X-Wing podcast, so we won't go into it, but X-Wing got and then had removed a turn limit. Fuck. That's, you know, removed for organized play, apparently. Well, we're not an X-Wing podcast. Those guys will deal with that. Um. <laughs> We're not an Armada podcast, although two out of three of us, actually four out of six of us that have uh, been on this cast. I am. Uh, if you include all the extras, a fair 90% of the people that have been on this cast play Armada um, or have played Armada as a competitive game. We didn't get much for them except for the fact that they're going uh, to work on it at some point. some point in the future they'll get something. Some point. And when they do, I'll probably look at Armada again. But at that point, I'll probably spend so much on MCP that I just won't have time or effort to do that. Yeah, there's so much money spent on MCP, it's not even funny anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at next year's purchasing and yeah. going, do I play a Song of Ice and Fire and drop MCP? Because it's a shitload cheaper than, you know, 50 or 250 bucks every second month for five boxes of characters, not including the... Uh, good old-fashioned terrain packs or rivalry packs or whatever other pack they're bringing out right at this minute to take my money. Cause, you know, yeah, yeah. Beside the point, we're, we're here to talk about what Legion got. So, so Legion got, um, what was it, effectively three years 
worth of announcements. Yeah, they name dropped him. So, is it three years? I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought it was a two. It was, uh, yeah, it's quite so three years. Seem, this, this doesn't year. seem to be enough for three years. Well, no, it's, yeah. it's this year, next year, and next year may split out into the following year. Yeah, I think they said a lot of the Mandalorian stuff will be uh, will be straddling the end of next year, beginning of and the then, year after. That's a sort of yeah, time frame for that. Twenty twenty. They're working on it themselves. Twenty twenty three. They dropped a few hints as to what's coming. Do we want to go from near to far? Yeah, let's go near to start far. Start with what we've got. Start with what we've what we've got in our hands or about to have in our hands. At least, yeah. like, this year. Or so, at some point we'll get this year. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I will, some way, shape or form, find a way, if it's in shops, to fucking get this stuff. If I have to do what I'm doing right now with my latest release of shit which is email customs every day because it's stuck there and go, guys, I want my toys. Please send my toys. They're now two weeks overdue. Please send my toys. You guys can't hold my product indefinitely. It's plastic. Shout out to Jeff from customs for holding Jeremy's uh, stuff (laughs) on our behalf. His frustration is is worth worth all your effort. (laughs) So... Current products. Well, current things that we know were coming. Who wants to go with the droid tank? I do. <laughs> go I on. You'd say that. <laughs> so, droids got another sick heavy uh, in the form of the NRN99 Persuader class tank droid. So, coming in at 145 points and filling a heavy slot near you, it has full armor, Arsenal 2, programmed. Uh, of which we have seen the attack protocols uh, already prior to this. Transport 1 B2 unit. Uh, and no, no, no. It reads Transport 1 open, specifically. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was like the yeah, programmed yeah. where it says you must fill this slot with a B2 hat squad. <laughs> uh, that, that Transport 1 open will probably be exactly as you say. However... It's important you say the open part so people know they can shoot that hat squad if they want. Of um, course, of course, my mistake. And that hat squad can shoot as well. And the so. reason he picks a hat squad is because they have armor one. <laughs> yeah. Behind heavy yeah. cover. What if you anyway. stick a B1 rad cannon squad? Uh, I'm getting off topic. And it's got weak point one sides. So, yeah, it's on the, the Imperial tank base, the Gav tank. Yeah. Yeah, the same so, as the AA5 and the, and the Gav tank. So those sides are pretty big, so mm-hmm. whatever. But it's got 11 health with white surging defense, a resilience of 7, and surges to hit natively. And, and block. Surges to hit and block. Yeah, ah, yes. Um, and upgrade slot, so it's got the program slot, which we'll get to. It's got an ordnance slot, and it's got a linked targeting array slot. <laughs> Hey, um, hey, hey, you might want to put Jammer in there on some. You might. Um, Look, also, there, there is a world for Jammer. It, it also has a white dice. <laughs> I'd probably rather the Jammer on the B2s, though. It also has oh, a yeah, white actually, dice. that's a good point. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, white dice save. It just gets better. Hmm. Yeah, white dice save <laughs> as well for, for the two that are just yeah, basically jizzing over the, the tank. That isn't even in their hands yet. Come on, guys. The screens can hey, even even so much. Yeah, you haven't even spoken about the weapons yet, and he did mention the, the save. 
So it's got two base weapons. So it's um, a main gun, which is the heavy repeating blasters, is a one to four gun. So no one getting close to your AATs and stopping your main gun firing anymore. It comes with a red, black, black, white, white, critical one, and fixed front, which, as you have reposition, I think the fixed front is not too much of an issue. And for its secondary weapon, it's got ion cannons, which, if you were the same as me, you saw the name and you're a little bit disappointed until you read the rest of the stat block. It throws a rainbow at range 1 to 2 with impact 1, ion 1, fixed front. That's right. No cycle, no tap. It just gets to fire every turn. Yep. I think that's the first case of ion cannons, well, ion in general, besides EMP uh, poppers, that it's not exhaust anywhere. You said that. Is there any cycle? No. Ion? Nope. No cycle. Yeah, there is on the droids, on the dwarfs. On the dwarfs part, it's one. Yeah, only in this wave. Yep. So, yeah, there is. It it also doesn't have AI. Oh yeah, it does it? Have well, yes, it does because uh, it's programmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go into it in a second. So really, that 145 is at least 148 from what we've seen. Yes, because you have to add at least one. Yeah, yeah, which is minimum three points. But 148 is a whole lot less than 170 for the AAT before it even has anything. I mean, yeah, you, you're probably yeah. paying 148. With the with the def, uh, protocols, and you're never paying 150 before you add other upgrades. Just just putting that out there. Mm. Well, let's go into the other two protocols so, before we make that argument, because people so, may not know what they are. To rehash last week, attack protocols, AI aim, and precise two. Yeah, okay. I could see you sticking this on here for three points if you want to use it as a short range gun battery. Uh, engagement protocol or a long range missiles ion LTA uh, short range yeah um, mediocre Mitch will discuss his uh, his lovely little build for this but I think that attack protocols go into that um, engagement protocols give you AI move and attack so you get options but or AI move or attack I should say not and it's one or the other which I guess is fine, but I feel like that goes on the dwarf spider more than it goes on the uh, the draw of uh, the NR ninety nine. Yeah, unless you you're planning on transporting something up really close and spewing it out, and then you're just gonna sit somewhere and shoot for the rest of the game. That'd be the only only thing I can think of with that one. Mm, that's fair. Um, Maybe who knows. The last one being defense protocols, which gives you AI dodge, nimble, and outmaneuver. Now, for three points, <coughs> this is the one that I put on here, just because, as you said, you want to drive something up and get it there. Cool. Well, the turn that you drive it up there, if you can get a dodge to it first, which I'm pretty sure you can with a portable scanner, you can um, have nimble and outmaneuver, and you don't have to worry about the AI dodge. You just do it, and you move twice. And then the next turn you dodge, do something else. It's it's gross. Just the fact that it's the three-pointer. Hmm. Yeah, things aren't accosted. Um, but then again, being locked into AI dodge is 
not always what a, what a vehicle is going to want to do, nope. but there are many ways to get an auto token through this. I will so, or just override it. Yeah. Yeah, or override it. That's the other side of it. We, you know, super tactical droids with override are a thing. And I mean, but, but e- even just dropping a comms relay on a B2 hat squad and having them at the end of your chain, like that works too. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this defense protocols for what each of the cards do, it is definitely the most powerful card. Yeah, it's just, I, I think it's the least important for what this tank is trying to do. I, I don't think for the AI, I think for the nimble and outmaneuver specifically. Because it's oh, the a, nimble and outmaneuver combination is incredible. Yeah, so if you, can just, if you can just continue, if you've got a hat squad with, fuck it, if you just take a B1 squad because, oh no, you can give portable scanner to a B2 squad, can't you? Yeah. No. Uh, no, no. No, they don't have a gear slot. Okay, cool. Yeah, then you'd have to do it with a B1 squad. If you did it with a B1 squad and made this a gun battery for range two, it can aim shoot, and then the B1s on the inside can just be tossing dodges. So, you know, that tank is going to live pretty much all game for, what, uh, 35-plus-8 points? Well, the thing is, it's got 11 Would health. Be... It's so hard to kill it anyway. Yes, but if somebody... And I think that's my problem with the the defense protocols on this, is 11 health is a lot of health. It is. And look, I'm looking at it and I'm going, if somebody's focusing this down, this is just making it harder. Because it's every it, focus shot, yeah. every single focus shot needs to put an extra hit through. So your critical ones do nothing the second it has a dodge. Because, oh, look, you put one crit through... And so, your impact ones do nothing. Your and price and deal. Well, if you, well, if you have a big enough pool, your your impact, impact one still, still will. Matter. Yeah. Um, because it's impact triggers after yeah, yeah. covering after dodge stage. Yeah. What I'm getting yeah. at there is more the for those lists like the vet squad with crit two taking five vet spam. You're going to be putting both crits through, which is doable but from the 10 games i've seen using very similar lists one of which i played myself uh very recently using five to six vet squads it doesn't come up all the time like crit two gives you search crit and you get one crit through that way this effectively turns around and goes yeah okay cool so that one crit you're putting through on me every every shot piss off I think Fair if enough. that's happening though, like you see that you're like, cool, you've spent 150 points on 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 this vehicle, like plus plus I'll the just 44 kill your, your other stuff. Like yeah, if I'm if putting you... something as defensive as B2s on this, if you're shooting my tank and not my B2s, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you. Yeah, but fair point. The, the good thing about this one against the Gav tank, at least, is you can put a short range offensive unit in here and be happy. There is no real high health short range offensive unit in the Imperial squad to shove in a Gav. You can throw Vader in. Yeah, the closest would be the Power. E-Web, I suppose. Yeah. Like the E-Web is, goes in and it becomes what? a technical and that's great. It's basically a technical tank. You, This is a dedicated transport with Uber firepower to back it up. Like this is what you want the like all those scenes to out of World War II movies where they've got the tank with the five guys jumping out the back going, 
yeah, cool, while something lays down suppressive fire. This is actually what you expect an open transport to be. Yeah, that's a fair point. Thematically. Especially if you're going to give it this. Yeah. But once again, you you know, you've, you're going to have to invest to get that dodge on it before it activates. Um, There's lots of ways to do it. And you can't. You can't trigger vigilance off a vehicle. It specifically says trooper units. Yeah. Um, so oh. you can't keep it on this tank turn to turn, which, oh, my God, thank thank goodness that that's not a thing. Because um, <laughs> just an infinite yeah, dodge look. on one of these because you just have a T-theory standing inside with vigilance for the entire game going, hey, you can't kill this. Um rough. Yeah, it, it would be real rough. Would be, um, no. You would just shoot the T-Series at that point till it was dead then. But um, Very much. Yeah, it's a good, good unit. <laughs> like, it's real nice. It's everything that Gav wants to be. And maybe very soon. Coming yeah, to well, a ride in yeah. the EU. Hopefully they get something, because why would you ever take a Gav if you've got droids available? Um, and you've got this this on the shelf waiting to go. Oh yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. So good. Yeah. No. It's look the NR ninety NRN ninety nine is just it, it. It's like the crown jewel of this wave. Like you think Yoda is powerful, and he is. Like there's not a singular powerful unit in this wave. There's not. It's not uh, Pathfinders versus Death Troopers, where Death Troopers won out by a country mile, and Pathfinders, you mm. felt bad for buying a box. This wave has... Um... Now it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much better. Just just take Biston for free. Wait, did you say there's not a powerful unit? That's the spider droid, mate. That's That thing is incredible. But my point is, this whole <laughs> wave is just... Strength to strength to strength with every every box that's come. Like, I'm fine yep. with the Wookiee revamp. I'm fine with Yoda. What we're going to get to with the support platform, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the tank. Mm. I'm fine with the, the Magna Guard, excusing my mental blank because it's, you know, we've been doing this for two hours now. I'm fine with the NRN99. I'm fine with the Spider Droid. I don't feel bad about investing near four hundred dollars on this wave on this yeah. wave i'm just you can get away with only 400 with the way that you buy shit uh it's exactly <laughs> well, 420 it's only for two factions yeah and it's exactly 422 dollars i've australian for so i'm assuming that's two of it do- 422 dollar reduce um dollar reduce of course i also forgot the uh fluttercraft you know so it's Three of oh, each yeah. box with two of the NR99, two of the um, support, and one of each character. Because, you know, I actually only need one super tactical. Well, I need, and the We Are yeah. Legion armies only need, one super tactical droid. <laughs> yes. Um, two of these is going to be a thing. Like, we've seen it already with droids that... Heavies are a thing, but we've also double seen... AAT. I, like... I like double here, but it does something. Double this does something. It can't do something the double AAT does, and that's the AAT has that range floor four. It can just plaster you consistently and like actually attrition you out. This thing isn't 
as good as that, but I think it's way better up close. It's ridiculous up, up close. But this thing saves you 70 points for taking two of them. So, yes, you could probably build an up close list to do better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all about helping we're, shoot through we're 22. Before we went 22 online, before you put dwarves uh, in it. <laughs> it's I, just, I don't think you can run a pair of these with dwarves. I reckon a single one of these with the with a B2 hat and triple dwarves. That might be where I land. Or double. But if you put a hat squad on this, this thing, I think to get into range two, you need to be just under range four. But move and fire, like first first activation, averaging like six and a half hits with the missiles. And then your hat squad is another six and a half hits. Yeah. You could just make your opponent just pick up so much shit. So I think two of these, much like two AA5s, and unlike two GAVs, is a thing. I just... I think the Gav needs a rework, and we'll probably get to my speculation on that a little bit later. Um, moving on from the NRN99, because I know that that's all Mitch wants to talk about. It's He's got it. No, I'd love to talk about spider droids again. No, <laughs> I'll tell you how good they are again. We, we did that. We did that last week, and that's not what was dropped this weekend. But for for me and Courtney and, you know, everybody else, yep. infantry support platform. Now, this is the... Um, Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Oh, no, sorry. no. The airboat. The airboat. <laughs> Womp speeder. Womp speeder works too, actually. It Womp is actually. That's where it originally came from. Uh, the, with a nerf gun. Look, look, look I'm just going to call it the Lana. Yeah. It's the Lana Craft. Yeah, that's, that works too. I need to model an alligator, or at least part of an alligator, <laughs> onto the base. Just... And for those people that don't understand uh, what I'm talking about, please go and watch Archer go watch Season the, 2. Is it the first season? I'm pretty sure it's the first season of Archer season that two, that episode, episode is in. Season 2, Episode 1. Season 2, Episode 1? Yep. It's not okay, early. take your word for it. I, went I, I actually thought it was in the middle of Season 1, but no, I, you know, really... season, it wouldn't be Episode 1. It would be Episode it'd be 3, probably, I think. I will look this two, up. 2, 3. Well, that's um, the expression then. Is this unit good enough to make you need to fetch a rug? I will fetch a rug. Yes. Mm, yes, it is, yes, it is good enough for me to get a wood house modeled onto the back of the second one. Uh, yeah. You just so, to... oh, I'll go through this one then while Jeremy tells me what episode the, the whole joke that we're doing is in. Uh, the infantry support platform, 65 points, but that's not its real cost. It has to. It it comes with a hard point pilot and comps. It is armor three, so while defending, can up to three hits. Cover one, so cut that however you want. Uh, hover ground. You can reverse strafe and standby. You are treated as a ground vehicle by other units. Weak point one rear and sides, just like the saber tank. Getting a theme here. Uh, it is a white surging defense with seven health, five resilience, and surges to hit. And its weapon on the card is uh, DC-15 blaster rifles, range 1, 3, 2, black. But you probably won't be using them. No. <laughs> the, the hard points are amazing. Yeah. Now, did you cover the speed on this thing? Ah, uh, it is speed three Which means natively. Which means speed or... No, no, no. Down one. Down uh, one, dude. Down one. Two. 
You strafe at speed two, which means this is the fastest sideways moving vehicle. Yeah. Have you met reposition? No, no. Well, it, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> it moves faster because whilst Dallas said that this is on the T-47 base, it can't be because it has side mm. notches. So the only base that we well, close it can. It can if they modeled a T-47. They just make a new base. It's yeah. not hard. They've done it before. They it have. might be on the same one as the lat. That's, that's more what I'm thinking. I think it's actually on the lat base because it's big. Like the model is bigger than the is as big as the T series, uh, the T forty seven, if not a little bit bigger. Okay. Now for the joke, it's episode four, but it's still season two. I keep forgetting yeah, because okay. episode one is Swiss Miss, which I always seem to forget because I'm not oh, a fan yeah. of I am not a fan <laughs> of the gendarmes. Fair enough. Um, this has some unique upgrades in both hardpoint and pilot. So which really are the strength of it. I'm I'm a real fan of this pilot, by the way. Just just putting this out there. I think it is the best clone pilot so far. Just because of what the faction does. It's pretty low bar though. Whoa. Ooh. There's there's five pilots six pilots now. And none of them are good. This is good. Plo's good. Ayla's good. Veteran clone <sighs> pilot works well, but I mean was replaced with Padme. So I think they're solid yeah. like seven out of thirteens. A really weird number to have, but sure. I want it to be slightly above half, but it wasn't quite a six out of ten. <laughs> six and a half out okay. of five and a half out of ten. Half? Look, I only Besides believe in integers. So okay. the three hundred and twenty seventh Star Corps pilot, armor pilot. Elite armor pilots, Jesus. What a mouthful that one is. Infantry support platform only. While attacking, if a friendly unit uses fire support, you gain surge crit. So just, just think about this Simple. for a second. Does that mean if you get a surge, you get both one hit and one crit scored? No, it would replace. It's just replacing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You can, you can ask that dumb question on the forum if you would like. Um, and I'm sure LJ will respond politely to you with, so, no, that's stupid. So here's the thing, right? <laughs> Range on the uh, phase two mortar is four. I can fire support sure. two of those mortars with the uh, next thing you're about to talk about. And that means that I would have surging crit mortars with eight, six to eight black dice at range four. And they have crit anyway? No. Oh, they've got critical one. But you know, black so, dice. So black dice be black. If you dice. were doing it with the twin blaster cannons, which are range one to three with six black dice, um, and critical two fixed front. However, it's got some text on it. When you activate, you may half this weapon's dice and keyword values until the end of your activation. If you do, you gain gunslinger. Um, so that basically means you can turn this into two, three dice. Three black dice, crit one, attacks that you can fire support into. Mm. And if you've got the star pilot so on here, it just you ignore the next part, which is critical two, and you just <laughs> make it surge crit. Yeah. Oh, and the twin blaster cannons are forty points. All oh, of the hard points, points are forty points. Yeah. Ignoring I'm, their own keywords. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> what a what a twist. What a twist. Um, Do you use this in conjunction with snipers? 
Sorry, why why would you use it in conjunction with snipers? Well, the the snipers can fire support. So do you worry about your strike team? No, they can't. Can't they? Arcs can't fire support. Isn't fire support part of the clone keyword? No. No. It's baked into the cores only. Well, that's good. Yeah. And Rex is one pip, and that's it for clones. For clones, anyway, yeah. Better thought. Phase one's phase two's Rex. This makes Echo good. How does this make Echo good? Are you throwing Echo in a phase one or a phase two now? Yeah. Well, I always throw Echo in a phase one or a phase two. Okay. Um, Because, you know, that... Yeah, if you're using this one. I think you might be using one of the other two. <laughs> I think Although that, that this would is be the worst good. weapon option. Yeah, it is. It is. But all of the weapon options give you this really fun option. Uh, secondary... Yeah, we'll two out of three, three. This is the, by far, considered the best. Now, Which one? The twin beam cannons, range one to four, double red, double white, fixed front. This is the one I think needs the star pilot, by the way. Oh, do people think this one's the best? Well, you do. I think it's good for different reasons than most people, if most people think this is good, though. Beam two. So, hit the target, can hit a target at another two targets at range at range one, and yep, range one of the previous unit that you hit. And so, line of sight and of the that can be unit, outside can... of your max range. Maximum range, yeah. Yes, but they have to be at range one and in. But line they can't of sight. be fire support. Yes, you can't fire support yeah. off them. Well, you still need the line of sight rules still apply, so you can't like beam around a corner. You, you yes. can, but you'll only do a suppression because you can't kill any models. Um, <laughs> yes. Actually, that would be an invalid. They need to be target. a legal target, but um, yeah. there's no maximum range on the. Yeah, as long as they're one from the previous target, and you've got to do the beam declarations before you, before roll, you dice. roll any dice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things that have changed, and you can't fire support the subsequent beams. That's the other one with which this, is, which is fine. It, it's surge hit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, surge hit four dice. You depending on cover. Um, um, then the last one being the twin missile pods. Now they're all twins, so twin beam, twin laser blaster, and twin missiles. This is my personal favorite because this also uses the star pilot's ability of surge crit. Impact two gunslinger, much like the laser pilot. Fixed yeah, front. with the same text. Yep, exactly the like same. Like you text. can half the dice and half the keywords to get gunslinger. Yep, except this is two red, and it's range two to four instead of one to three. So, well, it's it's four red total. Um, impact two, yeah, and then when yeah, yeah. If you just want to slap this unit on a table, you're taking those twin missile pods. Yeah, mm. just yeah. It's uh, a nice armor. It, it's there's a lot of utility. Yeah, especially since we're moving into this. Well, we've just talked about how good the persuader tank is, and, and I mean, the AA five, AA fives, and AATs, and we're about to get a point. Don't leave don't, out my favorite. The... the spider droids, mate. Oh, gonna take over the they don't have full armor, but yeah. They have yeah, spider droids. Even um, there's a lot of big twos around that this impact will go against. Um, I'm trying to think of everything else with armor that's actually good, but I think I've covered it all at the moment. You know what's funny? I'm sure, I've forgotten something. You can Timbo start... will probably be yelling, saying, the saber tank. And I'm like, yeah, but only when you run it, mate. You know what's funny? You can hit... Uh... R2 with this. He doesn't have armor, so the impact won't 
but he's a droid. Go, but yes, you can. In fact, this thing would probably be quite good at taking out R2s because you can probably fireport something in and just eliminate yep. <laughs> in total. It's like a burn R2's dead, even if you have C3PO standing next to him. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Now, that's enough of the <clears throat> current wave. That's that's the end of, uh, effectively how it's been discussed is that was the end of the Alex Davies era because he worked on the Kashyyyk wave before it was handed over to AMG. So, a bit of a nod. We're all really excited and really happy with that wave. I'm fucking ecstatic. I, it, it is a doffed cap on the legacy of Alex Davies. It's great. Used your wrong hand to doff the cap, but that's okay. Nobody can I'll see you, Jeremy. No, no, no. No, no. I just... I'll go drink my cocktails. Yeah. Uh, but then we have... Uh, yeah, man. 50 bucks for two liters. It's great. Okay. You can see what we're all doing in lockdown, man. Yeah, you can see what we're all doing. Getting wasted. And if you don't like what we're doing, just go and watch Jimmy Reese on YouTube. He'll tell you exactly what we're doing in lockdown. Courtney, I'll send it to you later. Um, but yeah, no. Alex Davies' wave is done. Unfortunately, he didn't get to work on the next wave or any subsequent waves. Sad. Luke Eddy's final wave is here, and they've announced it. And fuck me, was it... I, words? Words cannot describe how great it's felt. stuff. Yeah, this stuff. The stuff has big words. It's... it's Incredible, I think is a great term. It's exactly what the game needed. Yes. And we didn't know it. We didn't know we needed it. That's the best bit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't think... I'm sure there are people out there talking about, you know, gum and villainy. Let's not not hide the ball anymore. It's Shadow Collective. But really, go back to the X-Wing days. It's a scum and villainy faction. Um... It is, it is, but it's not quite it a faction. Just, it, you didn't know you need it. You're like, yeah, four factions is going well. I really hope they like add Death Troopers and Moff Gideon and blah, 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 blah of all the new stuff that's come out. Gee, I'd really like to see um, the rest of the Rogue One crew and, you know, a few other comic book stuff like Dr. Afra. but then it's like they drop this one and you're like, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, I'm nah, happy. nah, this is good. Good play, well played. <laughs> it's good. Indeed, 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 indeed. Good play. <laughs> um, you know super super happy so they dropped it and they dropped I love how they dropped it to begin with because everyone was like ah oh, painting stream you know lame and then they pull out they're like here's a trailer by the way here's one of the minis out of the trailer and he's just Dallas is just gonna sit here and paint it and I'm sitting there I'm like this is fucking great people are like where are the rules where are the rules where are the-? and he's like I'm not doing rules rules is not my thing I paint things you can enjoy this <laughs> mini for an hour and you can get rules tomorrow. Just, just you can get rules tomorrow. Just enjoy the rules. Fucking loved it. It was great. I was watching. Actually, that was the first stream I watched at like six in the morning when it went live Australian time. And dear God, I was like, yeah, nah, nah. super happy, <laughs> super super happy. But- just to wind it back a second, Jeremy, before you jump into this next thing. Remember how everyone's like, oh, AMG doesn't know what they're doing. The world's burning down. <laughs> Shit's happening. I'm like, don't worry. Talented people will do what talented people do. Like, they'll work their shit out. Yeah. And then it took, exactly right. it took them to actually pull off something, dumping a lot of content. And while well, I didn't watch any of the streams, because that's time I don't have, 
from what I've heard, they were excellent. Um, they were. And so you just yeah. need to give them the time they need to do such a yeah. big drop of data. Well, they, yeah, 100%. So to, to take it back an even bigger step here, they dropped so much data for two reasons. One that they announced, which was COVID, shipping, problematic. Like logistics right now is terrible. But two, and something they didn't really talk about, as you said, everybody is going, uh, AMG, don't know. Really don't know how this game's going to go. What better way to shut everybody up than to go, by the way, guys, here's everything that's been worked on. And here's some of the things that we are working on. And we're going to give this to you because of all the logistics that you're complaining about. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Like, like a lot of the gripes that we've got in the community, real gripes, are logistics-based. And that is completely out of control of even realistically Asmodee. Like, yeah. even Asmodee can't be blamed for the shipping problems that are going on in the world right now. No. And you especially to Australia. You, you can. It's not yeah. fair to I mean, if you actually look at real problems that there are, and there are no, real problems. Right. Don't I mean, let the truth get in the way of a good story. No. And Asmodee, of course. And Asmodee <laughs> turn enough of a profit that they could probably buy shipping containers at the premium that they're costing and the ships to tug them on and still make a profit on their games. Like, if you could pull that particular part of logistics off money in the bank right now. You'd, you'd probably be able to make money off the, the whole system there because you'd be getting the whole world moving again. Um, we are not a shipping podcast. We're a Legion podcast. So let's yeah. get back on to. Yeah. So they, the trailer this. dropped. <laughs> so to, to bring it back to where we are, the trailer dropped and we get pikes and we get black sun and we get Moldalorians, and we get a really shittily lit, poorly positioned mall. It's a great mini. Having seen the design sculpt, having seen the actual painting mini that they've done, like that they did on stream on the Sunday, I was more impressed with it then. And I mean, as General Kara will say, Dallas can paint something for an hour. And whilst I say the words, I hate you. Dallas, I, I love the guy, he's great. Just, everything he paints, I will sit there and watch. And I'll just have it running in the background. He painted something better in an hour than it looked on the media video, like straight off the bat. And it's just because of the positioning and the lighting because it made the, the mall look very eh. But the current mall model would have been their basis and that mall model is amazing. So, you know, they already had half the work done for them. But yeah. And yet it... That facing, that face for Maul is really, yeah, really they, amazing. They, on they, the, uh, at least the render. I'm they, sure they, it looks even better in real life. Well, they turned <laughs> the, the, the Maul that we currently have, which is turning the game's minis up to 11, effectively. It is one of the best minis that they've released, hands down. Mitch will attest to this as well. Uh, OG Storms. Oh, come on. <laughs> He's trolling here, it's fine. I got the reaction I wanted. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, they turned that mini, which was turned up to eleven, up to eleven. And I mean, they've been doing this <laughs> a lot with their MCP stuff. The new Rivals range coming out makes me buy three of them: one for me, one for my kids, and one to put in the box and sell in ten years because it's an amazing set of minis that you're probably never going to get again. But yeah, this mall looks great. I'm happy. I can't complain. Then they did. I'm complaining, Jeremy. I'm very unhappy. Why are you unhappy? Because I'm going to have to buy another arm because Maul's in it. 
Not only are you, you gonna have are to, correct. Not only are you going to have to buy another army. So <laughs> we were going to talk about this part a little bit later, but we'll bring it in because it makes more relevance here. Shadow Collective is both a faction and not a faction. So that is probably the most accurate way I've heard it described. <laughs> it is both a faction and not a faction at the same it's, time. It, it's it's faction. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. It, it, yeah, is, a, it is factions yeah. within factions within a faction. I think it's what uh, the line we're going down is factions don't really matter anymore. Like you pick a starting theme and you roll with it. So long as you're trying Which to we'll get to Shadow Collective, but yeah. Um, so the, the unit that they dropped for this so that we could actually get an idea of the, the things is the Pikes. Now they presented them on the actual gaming stream that they did. Dallas painted one and then they gave us the rules. Now they've redacted the image... We know that they're called the Shadow Collective, but they've redacted. I the thought it was the faction symbol. Yeah, yeah looks- the, the faction symbol is below the redacted bit, but we know what it looks like anyway from the capo. I don't think um, it's the faction but symbol. But it's the point. So, yeah, they do, because if you scroll down in our little document to the capo, yeah, yeah, but um, what I'm you can see at- the symbol just there where it says aid. I don't, like we know that word, but is, I don't and think- we know it looks kind of like that. But I don't think that's the Shadow Collective faction symbol. I'm pretty sure... No, they, they said that's the Pike faction symbol. Exactly. So, Shadow Collective are the faction, and we've got a Pike mm. symbol. That's all it says. And we've got a red card, so I'm guessing at some point, and they've said that these will be able to be used inside their own faction and with other factions. I'm guessing this mm. might be a Rebel unit, maybe? It's red. Is it the same red as the Rebel cards, though? Uh, there's not yeah, one it's close the same enough. Maybe. There's not one close that enough could... for me to check right now. But yeah, I don't have one either. My money is on it's either going to be rebels, I, I or droids. Like I, I know separatists are purple, but it's the same red. So yeah, maybe I, that could just be. Yeah, they could just be throwing it off, and that could just be the color yeah. of the. They, they could have collective. just picked the color, and yeah. it just happens to be close to red because that's the template they used when they first made started making the pikes. Maybe each of them will have a different color that will correspond. That'll match a faction said, because that's what they started with. Yeah, but I really also know. said that in that faction spot, which also has the points mm. in there, just to just to niggle with this a little bit as well, and we'll get yes. to, we'll get to why in a minute. But in that spot, it shows both the faction they're in and the faction they can go with. So you won't be able to stick mm. every unit in the Black Sun Army or the, the sorry the Shadow Collective Army into your droids or into your Empire or into your rebels or into your clones it just it you can't a mm. uh, key example of this is maul they've said you can build maul two ways and depending on which way you build him will be whether he's maul x or maul y and one of those will be maul in charge of the shadow collective or maul the operative who i'm guessing it's an operative that can go in another faction and my money is on rebels and i'll i'll get to the reasoning why later as well with when we do our speculation. But yeah, we've got pikes. Now, this unit is points unknown so far. We're guessing around the 40 to 44 mark. Everyone, put your guesses in. Everyone loves a bit of speculation. <laughs> I've got 44. Yeah. I'm... Uh, look, I think they're close enough to uh, 40, but I would say at least 40... Averaging, I reckon, 42. 
That's not picking a number. I'll go 42. 42. Life, the universe, and everything, it is the answer to everything. 42 is the number. <laughs> 42? That's not divisible by four. Um, no, but the units don't always so have to be divisible by four. Base? They're still erratas. Yeah, that's a good point. And even then, I don't think it matters anymore, and droids aren't. Um, so, based off of the battle report, there's about 125 points in the current points that the droids, because these pikes were run with the droids in the battle report, there's about 120 points that are unaccounted for because we know what upgrades they had, we know what the actual droid component and everything looked like. We didn't know the bid. We don't know if they landed exactly on, so there's, this is all just speculation. But for those three units, um, the base cost has got to be in and around... The 40, the 40 mark. mark. So I'm and sure someone who waves math. Um, well, I'm going 40 for the unit uh, and then 45 for the capo. Okay, yeah. We hadn't got to the capo. I hadn't even thought of him. I'm thinking <laughs> it'll be about 42 for the Pike Syndicate foot soldier unit. Mm. Now, they have outmaneuvered self-preservation. We'll get to what that is. Independent, and we'll get to what that is. Danger Sense 2. They are a core unit. Surging defense, white dice. Yeah, okay, cool. Courage one, one wound each. Fine. Speed two moves. Range one to three, one black dice per mini with their P13 long blaster. And they've got stun battens, which means that they are probably one of the most offensive units in the game, especially being a core with double white. Like that's... Uh, that's... um. <laughs> Uh, that's twice as good as a B1. That's BX droid level combat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they have a different commander. Uh, double white ever in melee. They throw. No, they're on double black, black. I'm pretty sure. Red white. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's not a lot that has two outside characters and um, arcs. I think a black white in there's arcs, melee commandos with swords. Wookies. Yeah, Wookies. The closest I actually think they are, and it's not 100% because they don't surge, is actually the Kashyyyk Defenders, the long-range Wookiees. I'm pretty sure they're black-white surge hit in melee. Look, either way... one Either way... Yeah, model less, though. You can effectively have... Either way, you can effectively have six of these in an army if you can find the points. Just putting that out there. Or if, you, yeah, if you're running pikes, yeah. <laughs> or, or if you're running the Shadow Collective, yes. Mm. Which means that this is the most offensive troop-heavy army. And I'm going to say pikes, uh, Shadow Collective, and or droids. So if you wanted to run a double AAT six pike unit list, unless they put limitations on... Uh, Can see them putting limitations on something like that. Mm. Just for that exact reason... We don't want to end up, as the scoundrels say, we don't want to end up with a uh, a soup list which just takes the best of of everything. It might be like um, a fifty percent axe and points type thing. Yeah, like, or it may not be allowed to fill compulsories. Yes, for I'm, your army. I'm that's hoping the other that, side. I'm hoping that that's the um, case, being honest for for all and, the at a minimum. Yeah, yeah. Now, with that being said, self preservation. When checking whether you panic, you cannot use the courage value of units that are not of the same affiliation as you. So that adds another keyword as well. Affiliation. Yep. 
So we know that mm. the Pikes affiliation symbol, which doesn't mean it's the nest, it's the uh, faction symbol yeah. for Shadow Collective, is on the capo. Now, Courage One means that outside of, you know, uh, outside of what Phase Two clones, they're probably going to be suppressed, and you're probably going to suppress them down, which you're going to want to do. Independent One. Or dodge one, I should say. Independent, yeah. So independent being a new keyword. At the start of the activation phase, if you do not have an order token, gain a dodge token. I'm fucking happy with this. This is the answer to yeah. people going to... Well, people playing the order control game for, what, a year and a bit now? All those people... Well, yeah, this is the, this is the opposite of defend one. Like it's, it's, the, it's the exact opposite. So defend one is you get issued an order, you gain a dodge token, which is what the vets have. But this, um, is, this is you don't get an order, you get a dodge token. Yeah. This and is with the, that outmaneuver, that dodge token is actually way better. <laughs> yeah, and danger sense too. Just just putting that out there. These yeah. are one of the most. This is the most defensive unit as far as a core goes in the game. Have you met B twos? Yeah, I was about to say B2s and anything with a red, but... Um, yeah, but anything with a red and two suppression is still only rolling the it's same It's still suppressed. Of, yeah, and it's still only rolling the same number of defense dice. This gets two extra, just off the bat. That's got to get shot and not die first, though. Yeah, well, the, there is yeah that's the trick. And it doesn't have a training slot to, say, put duck and cover in. Um, so far... We don't know well, we've seen the uh, we've seen the four upgrades for it. Yes, but we um, haven't. Like with all trooper basic trooper units, and remember, this is the first trooper unit they've done. So, like your rebel troopers, yeah. your phase ones, your storms, and your B ones, you can throw in something that'll give them a training slot. In, in due course, yes, in it takes a while though. Yeah. Um, speaking of the upgrades, though, so as it far as has, well slots, it has a heavy trooper, comms, and grenade. Yeah. Gear and grenade, sorry. Gear and grenade. Yeah, gear. As far as the um, actual upgrade cards, first off, I'm going to start with the, the trooper upgrades. There is the Pike Syndicate Capo, which is one Pike Syndicate Capo only. Add him. Your unit gains independent surge one, so they'll get a dodge at the start of the turn if they're not issued an order, and a surge, which means that they become offensively better because they already surge defense. Mm -hmm. Or you can get the Pike Syndicate Foot Soldier. Uh, you missed the part on that. You you gain a Courage as well on the oh, capo, so you go to Courage too. You do. And that's 16 points because they have actually given us the upgrade point costs. Now, quite happy with that. That's fine. It's a... It's a, commander, it's a commander. Somewhere between a clone commander and a like original upgrade officer from the Civil War era. It's like a mix of the two. Yeah, um, except slightly better than original than an original officer. And yeah, it's not worse yeah, better. than a clone commander. Yeah. You because... lose the inspire, but you gain search you gain a surge each turn. Yeah. And you probably, probably worth it. Yep. And being encouraged to slightly cheaper. You're gonna want that on there. Um, there's yeah. also the Pike Syndicate Foot Soldier, which gives us yet another new keyword, Cache Aim 1. <laughs> so Cache is the replacement to Turn 0 token generation, for those people not wondering. 
During the setup phase, turn zero, place one aim token on this card. You can spend the aim token on this card and it doesn't have a restriction. So you can get the aim and then hold it for the game. Mm. If you need it turn six, you have it. It's just, you put it here and you spend it off this card. You yep, have this when you card, want to. even if the mini is defeated. Turn one. Yeah, well, yeah it's one aim. Yeah, it's nine points. <laughs> now, nine points on a cheap unit. It, it's nine <laughs> points, an extra black dice at range three. And you get to keep the aim regardless of whether you kill off everyone but the unit leader. So it's it's nine Damn. points spent. Like it's it's not like throwing a, a, a rebel trooper unit in rebel trooper in there for seven points and going. Let's see what happens because he's probably gonna die. I'm fine with that. You've got the range zero to one electro whip soldier taking up one of the two options for the heavy weapon slot. Now it's double red, immobilize one, suppressive. I'm happy with this. That means effectively your close combat attacks are what? Four, four, eight white, two red. You could get to 10 white, Depending, two red. Yeah. If you throw in the extra trooper yeah. with an aim yep. in close combat. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Or that's... Um... that's that's the that's the thing. That's a thing. I mean, twelve <laughs> dice. It's like fleet troopers, but it doesn't have pierce. No, it has immobilized. So the people trying to get out, like Luke, might have an issue with their disengage. Good point. It stops anything else from just withdrawing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you don't get to withdraw. Yeah. Hey Wait, Vader, <laughs> Vader, I thought you wanted to uh, get out you, of this combat. You, if you're, you gotta have two immobilized to not withdraw. For a speed two. Speed no, one. Speed no, no, oh, wait, you've got to prevent the move says, action. Yeah, yeah, you've got to prevent the move action because withdraw is just a yeah. different way of moving. Yeah, okay. But for units with oh, disengage, which we're getting a few of now, this is this is like really good. And for units... It's, it's actually a pretty good hedge against someone burst of speeding you. Yes. Oh, you Because they get the immobilize and then you go, hey... Here, have another mobilized token. You can stay here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Turn three. Um, apart from that, there's the P13M Disruptor Soldier. Now, this is something that is new canon from AMG. This is the first AMG-created card, and they've announced this. They gave us all of the development stuff as well. They did a panel on it, basically. It's red, double black, range one to four, impact one. 24 points. I'm not mad at this card. But this is the DLT 20 of the Pikes. Wow. A little bit better than that. <laughs> it's better. It's got, it's got black dice, not just red dice. And black dice is best dice. Just going to point out, however, the DLT 20 and the DLT 19 are cheaper. And probably on a cheaper chassis. Okay. Well, the Rebel, they, Troopers, they are the Rebel Troopers DLT 20 21? is 21, and the chassis that yeah. they're on is 40 points. This is 24 points on a chassis of, we're guessing a minimum of 40 and a maximum of 44. So you're already up six to eight points. Although, yeah, but you get so much for that six to eight points. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a lot of, lot of bonuses there. You do. Um, DLT 19 is 22 points, so it's not that far off. 
You do. The DLT nineteen comes with critical. That is some. That is uh, something. The, the, the nice. twenty comes with. Oh, the critical. Empire one. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> look, this is a mix of the Empire one and the Rebel one. Let's. It, the, it is, it the is. Republic one is twenty-seven points. Yeah. Well, the DC fifteen. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it's on a clone. So, what do you expect? <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, this is the Empire Rebel equivalency. Let's not get into mm. clones because they're still stupidly good. I see you throwing the Disruptor Soldier. I, I I see you throwing the Electro Whip and the Foot Soldier on a unit, especially if you have another way to give them orders or to remove suppression off them and make sure that they can keep moving. Because the second you can get that unit up there, it's great. I see you throwing the Disruptor on here as just the additional car- additional model in the unit. And the Capo, I can see you go either way. Like, it's it's huge. I'm I'm quite happy with this unit. Probably going to buy three. Not going <laughs> to. Yeah, they are pretty good. We'll buy um, three. Not I don't. Even sorry. I don't think this unit is good. Actually, I I think it's too, trying to do too many things, and you pay for it in too many different ways. Without the disruptor, it doesn't have enough enough firepower in it. Like you need it to get to close to melee with the electro whip to have any sort of spice. Well, you need and to you, get to range one with the electro whip. Because the Electro Whip is range close or one, but yes. Yeah, and and you don't have Steady or anything, so you're going to have to take a double move to get there and not get But you could vaporized. already be holding an aim to get there. Just, just going to point that out. You could already have the aim on the way in, and if you don't give them an order, they will already have a dodge for free. I mean, yeah, but they need to get to range two to be able to do that move attack. It's a lot to ask. It is. But I don't think, look, if it's a lot to ask and you spend 180 points, give or take here, on three units, are you okay with that? Because you're doing that with Luke, by the way, or Obi-Wan, or Maul, or Anakin. Yeah, I don't think you can really compare these to no, no, something saying, to have access to force push. But you're thro- I'm saying <laughs> if you're throwing three straight units here, three core units which you're probably going to fill those slots anyway because this is a game where most people fill all six core slots. If you have a Vader or an Anakin or if, heaven forbid, this army goes into or this unit goes into, actually goes into droids permanently and you can actually take them out of your non-compulsories and you throw this in with, I don't know, Dooku Maul. 3B2s. <laughs> Dooku Maul, 3B2s. You've got five close combat units there, and everything wants to be at range two or closer. I'm I think with the droid example, does it do? Is it better than a rad cannon B one at range close combat? Yes. Yeah, but it doesn't need to get to close combat um, then. At range, and a yeah, poison token is better that. than a mobilized token. Um, not both really, situational, not really, uh, but in different the, ways. The I would take. A wound on a force user rather than slowing them down one speed. But like if you that have, is that's so massive value. Here's the thing. Yeah, it's a good back, point. If you've backed these up with two force users or 1.75 force users because Maul is not quite the full force user, doesn't have master, doesn't have master of the force. You can't continuously reproc the things without a recover. If and now back, recover with Maul like six times a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my point. You, you, you spend the action to recover as opposed good to enough. move, move, attack. If you've backed up three of these units with Maul or Dooku or both, 
you're controlling where the units go. Oh, cool. I immobilize you. Aim, shoot at range one. Cool. I immobilize you. Maul comes and chops you up. Next turn, I immobilize that unit. Maul goes and chops him up. And if he can't do it, then he's swinging another unit. I could be wrong. I see that being a list. I don't see it being, you know, top tier, entirely competitive all the time, much like the AA5 lists are not that at the moment. The AATST lists, well, the AA5 lists aren't that because Mitch is currently banking on two victories here to get through. So is everybody else using AA5s. It's a thing. It's good. It's not the be-all to end-all. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's fair. No lift is the be-all and end-all at the moment, which is the great thing about this game. Exactly. Um, once again, it's probably just going to come down to what their points are. Yes. If these guys are slightly over-costed, they may not see play at all. And if they're slightly under-costed, they're going to feel broken. Yes. So hopefully they've hit that sweet spot and we we won't know until much, much later whether that's the case. And I'm, like when they're actually in people's hands. Or, or um, the one to draw on before before we press to the next unit is if you go the, the shooty route and you give them the disruptor and the, the captain. Um. Mm. They're coming at like 80 points, which for comparison is like a B2 machine gun squad or um, or a phase 2 Z6. They're not as offensively or like naturally defensively as strong, but they're far more flexible than both of those units. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that's what you're paying for if it's going to come in at that sort of sort right. of range. But you're adding the but cap also, as well, so that's that's the that's yeah. when you're getting to that 80 point mark because like throwing 24 points on for a car- for a heavy weapon, get it? They've thrown the unit leader in the box, like the the ca- the commander upgrade part, which is the I get it. You're adding the that guy in, but you don't. I actually think it. I actually think you're taking the capo more than you're going to take the foot soldier. If you're running this as like a one-off, yes. because of that self-preservation bit, you're going to want that courage too on this unit. So right. I don't think it's unreasonable that you're going to see 26-point upgrades on this where they go the whip and the capo, and they're just like, okay, I have a, I have a dodge, I have a surge every turn. My I'm goal is to get within range one to do damage, but well, I can shoot at, at the same three. time, that's six black at range, at three. range th- two to three. You're converting a surge as well. Converting a surge. Yeah. You're only pushing um, like one hit through with an aim. And a surge. Hold on. Keep talking and I'll, I'll put it through. That's fine. Probably, yeah, you're probably getting another even, one. Even if you're best. pushing two wounds through there, through heavy cover. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't yeah. yeah, but there's also the there's also the threat of the immobilize, and there's also the threat of the ten white two red with a surge. Yeah, melee. Yep, suppressive as well. So like you get into range one, that's two suppression on something. It's it's a vers- and it, the only thing it's missing is versatile, and then it would be the same as the uh, magnet guard whip, pretty much. Yeah, I think they've switched suppressive and versatile, versatile there. Look, it is a um, suppressive is better. Yeah, it is also, yeah. and in air quotes, and because you use the word versatile unit, it can go either way. And I don't feel bad saying that I could see it being used either way. I definitely see the additional Pike Syndicate Foot Soldier being used in a Shadow Collective Force, like Native Shadow Collective Force, 
where you don't have to worry about the order issue. You have all those extra free aims and it's nine points a mini. Yeah, yeah, and you're guaranteed on bringing a commander that they'll actually listen to. We guarantee so that self preservation thing doesn't happen. Exactly. Since we haven't seen the rules, we don't know if we can't if we can just bring a couple pike units well, and not we, bring a commander with them. Well, we know exactly That's who you're like, guaranteed to bring. They, they, they did announce that part. You're guaranteed to be bringing a close combat butcher, which is Maul, as your commander. Because he is okay. A, I'm talking outside in one of the other factions, not necessarily Shadow Collective. Well, they I did. think Shadow Collective is going to sit on its own. So they did announce and that a we're card. Basically, going to have all of these mercenary units are going to come out and be revealed, and you're going to have to look at them from two different lenses. You're going to have to look at them from inside the Shadow Collective, where they function as a normal core unit, where you well, don't have to worry about that self preservation, and yeah. then you look at them and basically as an independent unit that you can throw in any faction, but you obviously have those downsides of, cause we know another downside is you're not allowed to issue these orders so they, unless you have an upgrade on your commander, your faction commander. They, so your rebel or your Imperial officer, they did announce that upgrade card and it is five points so that you yeah. can, so allies of convenience. You now have to my head. That's the only card. I guess we found a use for that third command slot in Kalani. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See? I guess so. More uses for it because, you know, Uh, I'm sure I can find uses for it. Five points and the ability to uh, allocate orders to Pike or to other Shadow Collective units. I'm quite happy with that. Like, you're paying points to be able to issue orders around and the units that you're issuing orders to don't need to have the orders issued to them because independent is a thing. I think you're seeing the capo, like in this instance, you're definitely seeing the, the capo upgrade as a... I don't care about getting issued orders. Like phase twos don't really care about getting issued orders. And Pike Syndicate foot soldiers are going to be the the trooper that you take with your Shadow Collective native. Potentially. It's going to be one of them. Um, Yeah. Either way. But yeah. Speaking of the capo specifically, he's a commander. Again, symbol redacted. And the reason why I don't think that the pike symbol is the symbol that you get on the car, on the the chit for these units. Pike Syndicate Capo. Redacted symbol on both fronts so you can't see who they can ally with, but we're pretty sure they're going to go into droids based off the fact that that was the battle report they did. And you're pretty sure that they're going to be um, uh, at least that. That's that's all I'm going to say. It's got the symbol for pikes. When you would gain, uh, when you would gain an aim, dodge, or surge token, another friendly Pike Syndicate symbol uh, unit at range one and in line of sight may gain that token instead. If they do, you gain a suppression token. So they said on the stream that that redact that what's under that little redacted box in front of that symbol is the word aid. So it's a new keyword. Yep. Um. So aid Pike is effectively how this reads. Yep. Um. When you would gain an. A- you may give a friendly pike unit at range one. So this is um, terrible. Calculate odds. Uh, it doesn't generate tokens. Say, yeah, you have to get the token from somewhere else. Whether well, that's self, the aim action, one. the dodge action, you have gaining a surge one. from aggressive. Independent one. Independent. Straight off the yeah. bat, every turn you could run this behind your other units, your pike units and go, this unit is going into combat, they have danger sense too, I'm going to throw a second dodge token on them and not issue them an order. 
So I'll take a suppression at the start of the turn. They'll have two dodge tokens to begin with. Everybody wins. Uh, he does come with Danger Sense 2. His points are redacted. He's got independent dodge, which we've already alluded to. Four wounds, two health. Surge defensively. Again, also speed two. Has a command and a gear slot. As a commander, I'm expecting about 40. Courtney said 45, 46. Yeah, that's A, that's what the current Civil War uh, officers are at. And this guy is somewhere in that vicinity. Yep. I think this guy is worse than the Civil War officers. I'm. Yeah, I just can't see him being less than that if he is also the first commander you can have for the Pikes. Yeah, I'm also. So if the Pikes are running independent, you don't want this below 45 because no. you're talking about cores that are like super cheap here <laughs> at that point, like the core of your army. Now I'm. Um, and you've also got a range three weapon, which is better than the GCW ones. Yep. He, he but literally no has. You need. You need Ooh, to roll that's that a good crit. point. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got the gun of he's got the Capo's P thirteen Long Blaster, which is three black, one to three. He's got the gun of the uh, Clone Commander. Yeah, but uh, and without any of the good keywords. Yeah, yeah, is, like sharpshooter or clone trooper. Look, it's uh, or red defense dice. It's or red defense dice or direct. Yeah, or direct. Yeah, literally have, nothing. He doesn't have any of the good keywords, which is you know I get it. It's fine. Um. I do see him getting a vigilance battery. So him just being a vigilance battery that can throw free dodges. It's it's gross. Three. Free. And giving free a portable dodge. scanner. Oh, free, free dodges. dodges, yeah. Because you'll independent yeah. dodge one onto a unit that already has a dodge mm. that they kept from last turn that will get independent dodge one. So that that unit will Yeah, he's he's not taking a scanner because he'll have to move. Like if you're if you're whipping people, yeah. he's moving then dodge action on himself. Yep. Yeah. Actually, throwing it out over to someone else. I personally think he's Save not dodging. I think he's aiming because you're already giving the dodge unit to dodge to the unit that needs to take it. Potentially, he's going to have the choice depending on what the units need. That's true. Foot, foot shoulders, foot soldiers do have black dice for the range, and black dice is best dice. Yeah. Um. Look, unarmored one black dice. I'm I'm either here here or there on it. I'm. If he's in melee, I think he's in real trouble, just like a rebel officer or an imperial officer. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think he's meant to get into combat. I think he's meant to stand just behind the combat and point at it and laugh. You know, that's very capo-like. Yeah. So that makes sense. A little bit of speculation because they didn't give us any other unit cards or rules. But they, they did show did. models, though. They did, and we we alluded to the fact that we've got Maul, Maul Deloreans. Black Suns and Swoop Bikes. Yeah, we got the render of Swoop Bikes. They didn't show them in the Yeah, battle. I think Swoop Bikes are going to be a close combat unit. The rules are currently set up that that could work. Based on the render. Because you can charge with a, with a bike, but not be engaged. So you can leave the combat. Yeah, that's a good point. Because the are, way to charge, the wording on charge is that you can make an attack action. It doesn't actually say yep. so that you can make a melee me attack action. I think that they will be Tonton-like close combat, minus the ram. On a speeder. On a speeder. And Ew. with Z74 bike-style rules. So red, black, white, impact one on their guns. Cause it's a, they may not even have that. They may not have that. I don't know, because they're you know civilian bikes by the looks of them. But they've also got spears. Yeah. So, you know, I think they're going to be a mesh of the two. 
Like that's my speculation on Swift bikes. And I'm quite happy if they are. If I hit the mark and they're 80 points, fuck, I don't even care that Staps are cheaper. <laughs> I'll just run Swift bikes into Staps and laugh all the way to the bank as your Staps evaporate. Laugh at my spider droids, mate. <laughs> I, I imagine yeah, you'll have trouble against spider droids, but you won't against Staps. Um. Um, hey, what the, those swoop bikes remind me of is if you've ever played, and I'm sure everyone has at this point, GTA Five, and you've all jumped on the back of someone else's motorcycle, and you've tried to attack each other with melee weapons on motorcycles. That is how ex- exactly I picture swoop bikes working. It's exactly, as yeah. Shotguns in Halo Three on the back of the um, what the bloody the mongoose, two person yeah, yes. thing. You just can't have the sword out, that's all. Otherwise, it would have been the same thing. Um, outside of that, we got Black Suns. I think Black Suns are going to be heavily armoured fleet troopers based on the way that their guns look. Yeah, they were a lot more short range. The guns look a lot more short range than uh, the pikes. They're, they're, I think what you're going to find is all of these different sort of mercenaries will have their own... Like they said, they are, they're going to have their own independent... Like, they're not all just going to be independent dodge. No, they're, they're going to have their own, their own unique thing there for independent. And they're all going to look and feel and play differently to each other because, like, they're not one cohesive ar- army. No. They're different <laughs> underworld factions. Yes. Effectively, like, we're getting... It's like the mafia look very different from outlaw biking, biking gangs. Yeah. So, yeah. you know... I don't know. <laughs> Although... We're pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty I'm sure talking like the old timey yeah. uh, mafia, you yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> back when they wore like suits and used Tommy mafia. guns and from violin yeah. cases. Or, or, you know, the dock hands and the mob during the 1940s. Yeah. Like, yeah. The just- Irish mob looked very, very different from the mafia, who looked very, very different from our modern outlaw bikey gangs. Like, this is going to be the same and it's going to be awesome because you're going to get this shadow force the shadow collective box that they said is going to be a thing that we're going to and you're almost going to get multiple factions out of it like well we've already (laughs) said that we're going to get the next two things one being maul who i'm pretty sure he's going to play very similar to maul now because he's still at his core maul i doubt that he'll be darth and we're getting maul deloreans whatever they call them uh, uh, super commandos. Yeah, Mandalorian super commandos. Yep. Which will play. No one is calling them that. They are I, definitely no, Mandalorians. Of so course, everyone's going to call them that. Yeah, I reckon that you're going to get two Mandalorian cards in the box for Shadow Collective as well. Speculation. Death Watch. So they said in the announcement stream that uh, those particular. Super Commandos will be limited to the Shadow Collective. The Shadow Collective. Yeah. Um, and then it won't be available. So but. they may not run two cards in there. It might be two different types of units. There might be like a Gar Saxon type unit because we know he was one of Mole's senior lieutenants at the Siege of Mandalore. And so of- he could end up being Clan Ren style. But that's my point box. here. That's my point. You'll get a Super Commando box of Mandalorians and the Death Watch will be much like what we've got for Clan Ren or uh, Inferno. Inferno. Because it makes yeah. it makes sense. Please makes not sense. like Inferno. Please. No. <laughs> no, it'll be much it'll... more like Clan Ren, I feel, being if they're Mandalorians. Which and, means that we'll also uh, Clan get Ren are Mandalorians. And if we <laughs> if they go down the right the route that Gar Saxon is, 
he'll either get the Darksaber or he'll get a Sniper. Because in Season 7 of The Clone Wars, oh, he has he'll a put sniper. the Darksaber as a bayonet on his Sniper Rifle. No, well, he doesn't have both at the same well, time. Are you, depending are you on talking which about, I think you're confusing Garth Saxon with Pre Vizsla. Yes, sorry. I am. Yeah. So, Why not Garth both? Saxon, you, you might end up with both. It very well... Actually, that would make perfect sense for the Shadow Force, Shadow Collective organization battle force that they're talking about because Pre Vizsla was the one that saved Maul from dying in space. <laughs> so, and he was the first, like the Death Watch was the first part of that organization when it when it uh, came together in the Clone Wars. Yep. Um. So yeah, but absolutely, we could see previous Iron Gar Saxon taken to the uh, Actually, taking the field as um, no, more Delorean. I think we're getting Gar Saxon confused here because Gar Saxon was basically a nobody at that point, wasn't he? He was. He was a nobody, but. At the actual Siege of Mandalore, you see him, and he's also one that, like, was sort of leading the last stand of the yeah, but of pre, that on the bridge. Pre Vizsla was when the Ahsoka one that was. had the the dark saber at one point. Yeah, he, he was pre yeah pre Vizsla was the uh, was the leader of Death Watch before Maul yeah jeweled him and killed him and yeah. took the dark saber for himself. So yeah, you'll probably see pre Vizsla with the dark saber, maybe potentially you can, you can have the dark saber on Maul or. You'll see yeah. Gar Saxon with a sniper rifle, and those will probably be your two named characters. Obviously, yeah, you like know, you could also here. potentially get Bo-Katan. She was technically Death Watch, yeah, but, but I think they might save her and do her in a Night Owls expansion. Well, I was going to say she'll probably um, come out later. Like, just yeah, we'll get to the speculationy bits, the things that we don't know, because we know that we're getting Maul Deloreans. I doubt we're going to get a person that doesn't want to work with Maul. Yeah, just in, too much yeah. news inside of the Shadow Collective. Yeah. Um, outside of that, yes, Courtney already announced it. We're getting additional box sets, boxes, new starter kits, basically five of them. The first one Yay, they announced, stuff. yeah, was the Shadow Force. Now we're probably going to see this one and then a little bit of a gap because they announced the other four were coming, but they didn't give us anything, whilst the picture that they gave us for the Shadow Collective is the front art of the box for Shadow Force. Now, it's the Shadow Collective's box set, Shadow Collective starter kit, if you will. Each of these boxes will give you additional rules, which is that sub-faction-y feel that Luke, Eddie, and Alex Davies wanted to give, I think, and will give you new cards, so new command cards that you can use if you're taking the units inside of this box. So for a... Carbon reference for those people that played fifth, sixth, or sorry, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth edition. I think they're up to ninth, no, eighth, eighth edition 40k. This is your battle force in a box that also has additional rules. So, this is your apocalypse formations. This is your battle forged army. It's your if you take these things, you will get additional stuff, and stuff might be cheaper. And I'm happy with that. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, really go into much detail on any of this. The one they said about the Shadow uh, Collective one is that's the only one that'll have access to Maul and Maul DeLoreans. Um, they did name drop a few. Uh, the Echo Base Defenders, Blizzard Force, which is the Imperials at the Battle of Hoth, 501st Legion, and a Droid Invasion Force. Yep. Uh, so, wild speculation. And they said that these forces would, would when you're using them as these battle forces, 
that there would be additional command cards at least available to you. Yep. If you're using specifically these forces, these sub-factions, as, as Jeremy said. So, sounds good. It sounds like it's going to be a tweak on the current factions rather than, hey, we're just going to completely break, <laughs> say... We're going to re-break everybody. By making I think it'll be something again. very similar to what they did with the Republic Wookiees, where, like, they're just they're in the faction. Mm. Um, but if you run a lot of them, those command cards are slight improvements on sort of the, the base... Yeah, they they may even limit them to these things and say, hey, if you're running Echo-based Defenders, you can only take these characters who are actually there at the Battle of Hoth. Yeah, these so, units, so mainly Rebel veterans, they might even let you take some Rebel Troopers, but obviously Mark Twos and so, like Tauntauns and Airspeeders and FDs, and it's like, that's it. That's all you're allowed to take. You're not allowed to take all the cool fun shit. You just have to take what was there. What do you mean, that's the cool fun shit? You yeah, said FDs. And, and yeah, tauntons. exactly. And the fact and that... And tauntons and airspeeders. Like, and, I'm not saying it's a bad list. You can run a themed um, Hoth list at the moment with, you know... You can even Leia, throw Luke in it. Vets, Luke... And Han. You know, and but, Chewie. But, but they and might R2. say, oh, you can't take Ob Luke. You can only take Commander Luke because he wasn't a Jedi Knight at that point. Like, you know, those sort of distinctions are ways to do it. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I think you're Blizzard Force would be like, you can take Commander Vader and Veers and no Bounty Hunters because they weren't there and you have to take Snows because they were the only ones that were there. Which means that you um, have to take E-Webs and, <laughs> nobody, and ATSTs and nobody's going to complain because, you know. Yeah. I mean, it also it'll means that you're be fun. to no snipers in both of those formations. Uh-huh. The only, I actually, think snipers the, are crap now anyway with all this wave. This wave just nukes them. It's great to hear because they've been so dominant for so long. I'd like to see some other special forces sort of rise to the top and not just be like Death Troopers great again. Yes. Uh, maybe yes. I would Troopers. love to run Death Troopers again. Maybe makes um, the ISF great again because, you know. That's still great. They ever great. <laughs> That's my point. Um, they were great before you opened the box. That's fine. But I think you're right, Courtney, based on yeah. the fact of, and this is the part that I said we'd get to with the X-Wing stuff, one of the things they announced with X-Wing was quick builds. And I think this is your quick build for Legion in a box. So for X-Wing, it mm. was, it might not be the most optimal build of a ship or a fighter, but it's one card built in. So it's all the upgrades, all the special rules, the pilot, the blah, 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 blah and you get it a little bit cheaper on the card to take this, as well as something you might not be able to take on that card normally, like, I don't know, uh, X-Wings with ion torpedoes or whatever BS they wanted to talk about, you'll be able to take all of that on one card, and it'll be a little bit cheaper. I think in this regard here, each of these boxes is going to be, you know, limited by whatever faction it is, as well as probably not going to be able to take Bounty Hunters probably not going to be able to take everything in the faction, but you're going to get a few bonuses and you're going to get a little, everything a little bit cheaper for it. It's potentially, they also said that it, with these boxes, their intent was to they're a uh, release box. some, they're, they're, they're a starter set, but yep. they're also, they'll have some new unique things related to that force. Yeah. So if I was doing wild speculation on the echo based defenders, I'd be saying 
that you would be getting a S beta pilot of Luke Skywalker as an as a possible example. So my only, um, my only gripe, here, <laughs> my only singular gripe is looking at these. If if they throw Luke in the box, they already have a plastic mini to use, and that. Uh, I'm talking a pilot card, not a. Not I, a don't, mini. I don't but, think they're yeah, going to throw a pilot saying. card in here. I think they'll throw in Luke because he's iconic, the same as I think they'll throw in Vader in the Blizzard Force. In, yeah, potentially. It'd also be a really good time to redo those original sculpts from yes. from the core set, so I, I wouldn't be do. completely they're upset. Perfect. I, I, I'm Redoing hard plastic, then. <laughs> I, so I actually think that, that that's that's one big point here. This gives you a hard plastic option for three out of the four factions that don't have a hard plastic option for starter kits, which means you can do away with the current ones. They may not go that far Why not? just because there's a lot in. So uh, you're have, right. They may with, shift completely to the same function, the same way Armada did before it was put in high, put in and, hiatus where and, those. And none of these starter boxes will have any of the existing starter box units in them. Because they want uh, to be well, separate and unique. Yeah, but we're more talking what you need to play if you were going to turn up to a tournament. So, yeah, so the I, I reckon objective these, cards these that turn up in the original box. It, exactly. Yeah, they 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 got to put, if they're putting like extra cards and stuff, they've got to release a pack on the side. Otherwise, people are going to be mad. Well, they've said they're going to they release a pack. They can't run these forces with their existing minis. They, they'll, they've yeah. said they'll release packs and PDFs and stuff to go with these, but... For me, looking at this box, I'm going to say you're looking at a commander to core and something else. Like you're looking at the half a faction yeah, box support. for about yeah. the 70 US 100 Australian mark. So it'll drop the starter price down a little bit. It'll make it rise mm. a little bit, in fact, because, you know, most starter kits are about 150 Australian at the moment. And that's the retail price before the price hikes because I haven't actually double checked that. So I don't hold me to that price, but I'm looking at these and going, this is your hundred dollar starter kit, which is good entry level price, giving you hard plastic units, which will be re-sculpts in that form, which doesn't bother me. That'll give you some cool new cards. So it'll be a hook for everyone. It'll be a, the hook is the, for the existing players is hard plastic sculpts and rules that they can't get outside of this or a card pack or a blah or, a you know, or a PDF. And whilst, a lot of people in the community will go, yeah, and finances depending. I might be one of those people that goes, yeah, well, I've already got all these toys. I buy the $20 card pack. Or it could be like a lot of people at Clone Wars level when that Clone Wars starter kit came out that went, no, nah, I'm buying three. They're fucking awesome. You might see the... the <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, you might see could the go Storm either way. You might see the Stormtrooper sculpts and go, yeah, I'm swapping out. I'm going to buy three of these. I'm swapping out all my Stormtroopers for hard plastic ones because they just look so much better. Gone. I don't reckon I don't reckon there'll be any storms in, in this. No, box. but that's my point. Like you might see you it's clearly going to be snow troopers. And I'm gonna say if I'm looking at this box, it'll be Vader two units of snow troopers and an E web. Looking at existing stuff at a hundred bucks. I reckon it'll be yeah, two snows and two E webs. I, I think yeah, because there's other ways to get cheap. They may even they may even throw the commander Vader card in without the model and be like, "Hey, all you need to do is buy the Vader operative model, and you can run the commander 
Like they this might is, do something like that. This is, um, and and they did that with Yoda, and it is true. But at, yeah. the, at the same yeah. time, I'm looking at it and going, as Courtney said, this is a real good opportunity here for AMG to do what they do almost better than Games Workshop at this point. Market terribly and then drop a whole lot of really good info. Market terribly and then do a really good model. Ah. Like, yeah, people complain about the tactical rocks. I have no problems with the tactical rocks. <laughs> I have a problem with the tactical lightning or the other really flimsy yeah, that's tactical... that's becoming a thing. Yeah, it's, <sighs> it's the tactical flimsy that I have a problem with, point. not the tactical rock. And AMG do tactical... Maul standing on a glass plinth out of Mandalore's throne room. Looks amazing. Love it. If you have Vader standing on metal with a little bit of rocking around him, you know, trying to choke somebody out, you basically just have to redo that pose to be at the level that all their stuff is at the, right now. And for AMG to do that, to bring Vader up to current production levels effectively would just blow everybody out of the water. And that is a Vader you will probably see on the table. Mm. And we'll get to that in, re- in a minute. And if they do that to Commander yeah. Luke, yes, it will piss people off because they've had Luke Skywalker forever. But I think that you're going to see, you might even see Luke Leia. Uh, maybe not Luke Leia. Yeah, maybe Luke Leia. You might see Luke Leia and, as you said, Veer's Vader both. Like you might, yeah. you might they, see they, both. We we don't know what the composition is going to look like at all. That's right. Of any of these boxes, but I, um, I we think, don't know whether it's going to be. I think they'll try to recreate those iconic scenes, especially for Echo Base and Blizzard Force, as much as possible. The five yeah, first sure. gives me one image, realistically, because the only time you see the five oh first in its entirety in the Clone Wars, not the TV show, but in the movies, is the scene where they assault the temple. So it's going to be a... Yes, it's going, 100%. For me, that one is going to be an Anakin. Anakin Yep. and Phase 2s, to be realistic. I don't think it's going to be Phase 1s. Uh, you won't get any arcs. It'll be Anakin with Phase 2s and a... And this is my speculation, because I have no idea what's coming in any of these boxes. Um, what would you throw in there with it? Uh, and an infantry support name. unit. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> some sort of infantry support unit. They may throw something else in. They could well, throw look, a bark if, in. If they, they could do, throw... Yeah, or if they do it as the Battle of Umbara, then you could have Rex. Yeah. And... Yeah, Rex. You could you could actually have yeah, Rex in there instead of Anakin, and you could have Phase 1s, or a mix of Phase 1s and 2s, like two Phase 2s of Phase mm-hmm. 1 and an ATRT, and not be mad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, um, and then the, the droid invasion force, I'm expecting to see an AAT in that box. I reckon no commander, but an yeah. AAT. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Or. And I, I'm ju- when you say droid invasion force, I just see Phantom Menace Naboo. See, That's all I, I see. I have one. So if it was there on Naboo, I have one. So I'm thinking AAT, B1, stabs. One other thought here. Or they might release a new commander for it. No, no. <laughs> I, I have one other thought. It's going to be a Super Commander, an NRN-99, and B1s. And the Invasion Force is the droid attack on the Wookiees. That's another option. That that very well. It could go either way. 
And I um, again would not be would not be mad at that. Like mm. it would make a lot of sense and it would be very thematic. And the only problem there Talking is Talking about could... thematic. <laughs> Segway. He did it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. We fucked it. Um, no, no, no. So, so they talked about new ways to play, didn't yes. they? Yeah, they did. Things so, like narrative. AMG, well, they, yeah, AMG do this really well. I love it. A lot of people hate it. They've done it twice now, effectively. Whilst they've just said, hey, we're going to give you new ways to play. They're showing new ways to play in the boxes by changing up the initial play style. They, in Mini Stravaganza 1, they changed up the Force Org charts for us. At Mini Stravaganza 2, they gave us a free unit on top of our 800 points to be a bounty or a bountour. Free Bosk for everyone. Free Bosk for <laughs> everybody! Um, I didn't get to play this weekend, so that, that bugged me a little bit. But you know, oh, none of us did. Not, not, even, anyway. not even on TTS, because you guys were all playing Invader League. The one game I got, Luke uh, Skywalker kind of chopped up my lines after an X-34 ran into it. But... I digress. Okay. They've talked about Vader Downs. And one of the big things they do with Marvel Crisis Protocol is they have these specific missions linked to big characters. Hulk is one. Uh, oh, Thanos is one. Did you say oh, Vader Down? Yeah. Yes. Why, why don't they just like watch any game where Commander Vader is being played? Uh, because they basically took the Fear and Dead Men card, which is the Vader Down comic, and went, we want to turn this into a mission. That's the plan. That's what they've they've said. So for those that haven't read that comic, go read that comic. It's amazing. All, all, um, all I see is but what happens is, is what what happens is Vader crashes onto a planet that has a rebel base on it, and there's a bit of a story behind how he crashes. But because you know he's still the best star pilot in the galaxy, um, and the rebels, including all of the heroes of the time because it's set between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back uh, try to stop him and fail miserably yeah he, he um, this shit. probably the it, best it's basically he just murders everybody here that's not a named character <laughs> to, to put it in perspective of what would a game look like it's basically when you say Luke operative Luke can carry a game on his back this is Vader carrying a game on his back without the other the rest of the army to hold him in place. So it's just Vader versus the world. <laughs> it 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 looks good. They're going to do more things like that. I'm happy with that. Now, it's going to bring into the next piece as well. They're going to support that because they do narrative play really well and they've done a few other things that they're talking about. They're retweaking rules and we'll get to what some of the rules that they've said that they're going to retweak. They're looking at how the 800 point game plays and how the skirmish game plays. And they announced that they will be doing Worlds, but not in 2022 so far. Due to COVID still, obviously, they're going to hold off until it is more safe and more, you know, agreeable that the whole world can come and play, which I'm happy with because this is not the World Series, as Stabcast put it. This is Worlds. This is Luke Cook yep. not taking the title because he beat the U- he became the US champion, the World Series champion. Yeah, the Aussies. I look. Yeah, so that's the big one. But they did say they are going to hold events. They did big events, specifically and at Adepticon. They did. Um, both narrative and yeah. organized play, and they are bringing back organized play, which is good. 
I'm happy. It means that we're getting new cards, refreshes of cards might come out this way. And all this stuff takes time. And they've had a year and everyone's been going, what have they been doing for a year? They haven't touched anything. And all this stuff that's been coming out has been off the back of FFG. You guys are right. They needed that year to get their own groundwork in. It takes two years to do anything. So what we're going to see is everything they're doing going forward. And I'm quite happy with that because the next thing that they talked about was the rules, not so much the actual rules that we're getting, but the fact that they're tweaking things. The first big thing they talked about was there's going to be an errata. The points update that we're all expecting is coming either at the end of September or October. And if they want to get it right and they need a little more time, I'm quite happy with that because they're changing this. Yeah, let's be real. They need they need to get this right. There's there's yep. so many things that just need to be back into the realm of like playable. Like strong units need to come back and some of those piss poor units need to step up. Yeah, and yep. it's not AMG's fault. And I'm not bash AMG here. I actually think this is part of twofold process. A transfer from FFG to AMG, which still makes it Asmodee's fault, but not AMG's fault. And COVID. We're still getting new releases, and whilst playtesters are still testing these, your proving ground is, say, 200 people, 300 people across the world. Your player base generally sits at around the 100,000 mark. I'm talking your kitchen table Legion players. Stores, at least in Australia, I don't know about the rest of the world, and what I hear in the US, are generally out of stock of everything. So they're always awaiting restock. So this product is going somewhere. So if you're not getting to see those games because of, one, the merger taking up a lot of time, and two, COVID taking up a lot of time, you're not going to see the rules interactions that are both working bad and the units that are a little more broken than they should be or that are underperforming and need a lift. Yeah, that's good points. Um, Counterpoint, Invader League and Yavin both Team League are very big online so ones that two two things here they will never ffg didn't do it i'm gonna get, go and say amg won't do it they will never watch invader league as a league they will look at it and go cool you guys are borrowing our ip which is infringement by the way i know it's free I, i'm not dissuading people from playing it i'm just saying they're not going to use that as the data pool to pull from that's just ignorant <laughs> But yeah. it's also not like that's like the, saying the difference look at between... this look at this study of like globally so many games and so many high level players playing. Nah, that's yep. not my data. I'm going to take my ball and go home. I get your point. Just, just but at the same time, just because it's also the data, just because the source is an illegal source. Yeah, in your own words, illegal. Not saying you shouldn't play. Not saying. Don't have fun. I'm not saying Invader League and Yavin-based Team League should shut down tomorrow because, you know, TTS is somehow doing something badly. Shut them down. (laughs) No. It's the only games of Legion I can get at the moment. Look, we're not beat sticking on that, but I'm going to say that AMG and FFG will not use that. All the playtesters are on there. Yes, but all the playtesters are everywhere. (laughs) Like, they will figure out a way to play regardless of TTS. I'm just going to point that out. Yeah. TTS helps so, them, yeah, but TTS <laughs> as an actual gaming system does not show what real in-life play does. 
And we saw this when everyone was playing in beta league seasons three or one through to five. And we could actually in real life play. So what was coming out of Invader League was not necessarily what was coming out of the tournaments. Sure, the top. Yeah, that's because there was component limitation in the real world. Exactly, which is a thing. Um, so, would you take and the- also the also the format is actually different from an in life tournament to say Invader League, where you have a month to play five games and then you progress to the next stage. But you're just where you'll be playing this- a game a week compared to playing five to eight games in a two to three day period. So the format is actually different, but the meta interactions are not. But they are based on the first thing you said, components. But that, that's a poor defense. You write write me the most expensive list that you can, that you think is good in any game system whatsoever. And I can find a nerd who will buy two of them. You can look at you 40. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and and even if it's good for a month they will buy two of them and then in the next month they will buy two of the next hottest thing that is the most expensive thing coming out they'll look at it in 40k so whilst you're saying it's yes <laughs> whilst you're saying yes there is the the one or two people that will do this continuously and this is mm-hmm. not magic where that no, happens everywhere. more than one or two if but... we say in a 200 person <laughs> pool which i'm looking at the last invader league here was about 250 and then the top 60 players all took 13 80. Actroids. Well, the top 80 players still had 30-plus players taking 13 Actroids. Yeah, yeah but if, if was- you had a world where there's actually stuff, like, to play for, like, I'm 100% with Courtney. That's, uh, people are, are definitely doing that if they think they have half a chance. That's um, true. Components will not be a... Components will only be a limitation while we're not playing for anything because people are not in a rush. Yeah. Or if there is some other imperative on them, i.e., you can only play with fully painted armies. Um, or the eleven. That would days. be and and something comes out a late notice. Yeah. And even then, that's not going to be that's not going to stop some people. And here's the and other if reason. It's not going to stop some is, people. It means that it is part of the meta and it is, needs to be planned for, which means the meta needs exists. Okay. So there, there is one other thing you guys have both forgotten up until this TTS league, unreleased product. So up yep, until this it? particular league, unreleased product has been allowed in TTS. Specifically yes. this league. Would you take spoiled, a data yeah. set of spoiled product that hasn't even hit the shelf yet? And I mean, I, I know the answer should be yes, but from a company point <laughs> of view where they're looking at sales as much as they're looking at game design, would you take a spoiled data set basically based off the fact that You've given information two months ago, and this is from an Asmodee point of view, not an FFG point of view. Would you then turn around and go, cool, well, we're basing our next rules update that we would like to do, give us more money and funding so we can do this because we've accidentally let information fly or we've let information fly or it's been leaked because a few times that happened. That's still ignorant though. That's saying because I haven't played with my tools the way I want to play with them, I'm going to ignore a very valid data point. But it's saying if, if it's a valid data set. So if, for example, there is a rules interaction, or like what we've had in some the past, that invader leaks wrong. Yeah, I it, yeah, or it's not the full product, i.e., a commander without command cards. That's happened before in Invader League. It has. That's not a complete data set of how the game could be played. That's not how. So 
Alex and Those... Luke, in going back to previous seasons, intended it to be. Exactly. So you can discount that data. So, However, if you during COVID, me, yeah, so, when was... nothing new was being released, nothing new was being leaked, and right. we were playing with ARCs and the oh. ARC Rexstar meta Plenty owned, was in that time. and then the points went up when no real big events had happened... But they were basing their points update on the previous world. Sorry, the they would previous... be ignorant to do that solely if they didn't at least glance in the direction of Invade Lean and go, that data set exists. We don't. But the data set. We don't publicly say it exists. But the we data don't publicly set... acknowledge yeah. it, but we do use it. But based on your own like... point there, if there's inaccurate data in the data set, it muddies the water. That would be for the people reading the data to determine, not. Not anyone else. Like if but the, the, the game designer the- goes, oh, Invader League played that wrong and I think it had this effect on the data, that's just data science. Like, you don't throw... And, anyway, none of us are data scientists <laughs> and, and, and neither are they. Um, but the important thing is we are getting rules updates, points updates, and erratas, which will be really, really healthy for mm. the game. Um, and I think this, and I think sort of, well, we know what some of them do with the mm. Vader command cards, but we don't know how that's going to influence Vader himself points wise. No. So I think this set of changes will be sort of at least how I personally gauge, um, how I think in tune AMG is with, uh, with, with the rule set and, I'm I'm very excited for all the hot takes that uh, a lot of the uh, the top end players are going to have about things. Yeah, um, and I'm very excited for the hot takes that we're going to have. Oh yeah, about uh, about some of these things. Look, for and, sure. Yeah, and they have said that they're going to be doing a lot of these sweeping changes on the older units, so the stuff that came out first, which is good. The stuff that needs it. Yeah, it, it means <laughs> that they're balancing power creep, and based on the way that they manage MCP. Up until this point, it's probably one of the most balanced games I've seen. Yeah, there are certain. Yeah, they're only into they're only into their second wave. So, like realistically, they said the first like eighty characters were one batch. So we're really only starting to see batch. Two yes, but even in of even characters, in, but even so, it's still looking very good. Even in very 80, very good. Even in eighty characters, there are thousands of combinations just based on teams, tactic cards, and missions, and. You can basically take a themed list in that game and not feel bad about playing. You might feel you might lose a lot of games because it's not as strong as say, you know, uh, the Uber Order, combos, the, yeah. the Black Order Shuri combo, or whatever they were for a while, where it's they take you know the Uber powerful characters and one battery, but will not feel bad about taking Guardians of the Galaxy, or you know. In this instance, you won't feel bad. I reckon what they do to the rules based on their updates to the rule changes and their updates to the points and their their changes to the existing units that came out basically from the start, much like what we saw with the T-47 that went from being the worst armoured unit in the game to the best, I think we're going to see a rise for the at least Rebel Troopers and Stormtroopers. Probably Luke, Leia, and Veers. And, well, we already know Vader is getting a, a bit of love. 
I think yeah, you're going to see a, a lot of love. A lot of love. I think you're going to see that kind of a rise to bring those units and probably fleets and uh, snows, if I'm brutally honest, to be in line with your base level clones. Not in line game mechanic wise, where they're as good as off the bat. I think for your five or ten points difference, you're not going to feel as bad taking them. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm up against clones. Oh, red dice suck. Cool. I, I, I'm going to go play, you know, with my poker chips in the corner because I can't do anything else. I think it's going to be one of those things. I'm quite happy with that. But yeah, the big announcement that they gave us in that, obviously there were some Vader updates and we won't get to those yet because at some point in the next month and a half, Vader will be spoiled. All of these updates will come out. We'll do a whole episode on that because we're, you know, about two hours in of actual recording now. But at the same time, they did announce a turn zero update. All the command cards. Yes. So you take four. You take, well, all 12 get played out now. That's massive. It is. It really is. I think it's We could almost dedicate an episode to that as well. We could. On on how that's going to change list building and deck construction and... I Look, for me... For me, I don't think it changes deck construction too much because I think you've got, in most opportunities, you've got two optimal cards to pull in the in each slot and two doesn't hurt. Like, you're not going to go with the worst copies of cards. You're not going to put battle lines in your list if your list doesn't work with it. But you're going to put two cards that, because there's only really two in each in each area, that work specifically to the way your list works and I was literally pulling cards out to work this out this morning, or you're going to put in two of the, it's like the two in the top tier and the two in the middle tier and the bottom four get basically swept away based on your list. And now all four are going to be on display. And Mitch has gone quiet. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this is as, uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, I think it fixes a lot of the turn zero stuff. I don't think that's going to be as far as like list creation. I'm pretty sure we're already picking our four in each uh, four cards in each category to make sure that we're getting the most optimal builds. So I th- yeah, for sure. I, I I think I would have preferred um, red player to look at the four and ban one out of each of the four and then shuffle and deal out the remaining three. That would have been cool. um as an alternative to this. Yeah, that would have worked. Or you, um, I, I also because then you then you get to eliminate. You'll never play a game of Bombing Run again. Well, that's, um, that's or probably, again, ever again. That's probably why they didn't do that. Just, just to be honest. Yeah, they probably wanted to find that balance that between gives you never much more, a card ever again. much more scope in terms of adding additional objectives. Because as you add more, like this rule gets, it still gets problematic as you add more sort of flavor to the battle deck. Because you can tailor it more and more, whereas the the ban back to three it means that your worst scenario is gone. Well, here's the, I don't think bids will change at all. I think they'll stay the same. It's yeah. just red player um, yeah, has more control now, and I think that's very very healthy yeah. for the game. They do, and, and less lose on turn zero when you play a list that you, like play a bombing run list that you can't counter, and it so, turns up in that third slot. So here's yeah, the which thing. I think um, is, I, I, yeah, which is healthy. Uh, healthy to actually have to play the game yeah and and here's the thing like off off camera we talked about this my personal option here was for red players deck to be produced because that entirely means that if you want to bid for blue 
you need to be prepared to play your opponent's objectives, not yours. Which actually goes back to our Armada days where people would bid, but they would actually bid either to be first player, which had the advantage of always going first, and their, or and their objective second player. Uh, who who and got to pick the objective, but they were picking from player two's three objectives. Yes, um, which was a, a similar system. But if you're going to use red player's deck, you'd probably have to switch which color gets the last ban. Um, mm, which no, because it was effectively doing the same thing. Like, I, I think blue player you, gets to yeah. I actually think yeah, blue player gets to pick sides. Red player's deck gets used. Whoever's deck's getting used. I think if that's like, the that's path you want to go down simple. where you want to give power to red for like the battle deck or the side pick, I reckon you would keep it the old way for the battle deck. So the existing three with the four, so you, yeah. you give back that turn zero bullshit. And then you say, red, now that we've looked at what uh, condition, objective, and uh, deployment we're playing, what side, what table side would you like? So you flip when yeah. you do it and you give red the, the side. You see, you give red the table side, but after, after the turns battle in. deck. See, I think they yeah, more, that would also work. But this red. is not what they've done. They've done at least in the interim, and they might change it again because they don't like it or it doesn't work the way they want it to. Yep, um, I think it's very safe, and it's a nice oh, small yeah. incremental yeah. change. Yeah, because yep. if we're if I'm in particular wrong, and this is enough or perhaps too much, then at least we don't have to walk back very far to find something closer to where it should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something else. Yeah. Now, obviously, to, to round off the night for us and the uh, the weekend for them, they kind of teased, because they've already spoiled up to basically the start of 2023 with everything that we've given out so far. So you've got Worlds, you've got new box sets, you've got new toys coming, you've got existing toys that are going to hit the shelf at some point, and they've even said they're doing their best to make sure that we get it, but still shipping, COVID, love, you know, Life itself is just screwing us over. 2023 marks a very, very uh, pivotal moment in Star Wars history. It's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. And that means Pop Luke is coming, everyone. Oh, he's it's going to be released next year. <laughs> yeah, the year after. Um, year after, even. No, no, what, what we're going to get is, I'm guessing, I, I'm actually going to throw some big AMG speculation out here, not just some Legion stuff. I reckon we're going to get Armada... 2.0 the actual re-release of Armada at that point because one Death Star Battle 2 is the as Krabok put it most iconic star battle in the entire Star Wars saga like the Skywalker saga start to finish that Death Star 2 battle with Home 1 the MC-75s the MC 80s, the Liberty, yeah, the Liberty is what Star I was Destroyers, a Super Star Destroyer running around. Yeah, I would have just called hundreds it of trap, fighters, and that would have been yeah. enough for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, admirals going against each other in tactics and it's and strategy, and it's like it's yeah. pretty much personification of a large scale battle in space. Yeah. Like, and we have look, it's it's Armada yeah. on TV. It's the first time we got it. Yeah. It's it's it. You're not going to get any better than it. Unfortunately, they have actually proved that with three subsequent films and one really good prequel, which is a nice nod to it, being Rogue One. It's a nice nod to a good star battle. Sure. But whilst we're getting that, and they've already announced themed boxes, so you've got Blizzard Force, you've got Echo Base, 
FFG started everything off with Endor. Like the starter kit, having stormtroopers, having rebel troopers, having Luke and... I, I, I know that Luke is not quite in theme there, but everything else really could be a battle on Endor. We've had Endor releases. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Hey, you look at Leia and Han in those in that first wave. They were both well, Endor. It does really have all the characters. It is the be-all and Endor. Yeah, yeah. You've got everything that Star Wars is, basically, for all the games we love, every character that's been released, even Rex to a point. You know, everybody who's... Yeah. It's a focal point, a fixed point in Star Wars that can't be changed effectively. Like, they're never going to retcon it. Everything is going to pass through it. It's either going to be lead up to or consequence of the Battle of Endor. Mm -hmm. It is Star Wars. I don't know how else to describe it without, you know, it's got Star Wars. It has battles on the ground. It has everything that we want. You'll see some X-Wing releases. They've teased that we're going to get Ewoks. And you thought B1s were going to be the worst unit in the game. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for those Ewok flyers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're getting Ewoks. Ewok catapults. You reckon they'll have <laughs> low profile? Uh, I reckon that we're going to get... Um, yeah, just... I don't even know what to say, but they've definitely teased Ewoks. They said Ewoks confirmed. They've also teased Mandalorian content. So, you know, post-ROTJ... We're going to have, at some point, we're getting Ahsoka. We don't know whether we're going to get modern-day Mandalorian Ahsoka, which would be where my money is, because, you know... I reckon it'll be both in one box, like uh, like in like the Clone Wars, Anakin, how they tried to cover the whole thing in, in one model with one faction. Yeah. They'll do yeah. Ahsoka across her whole path as well. But then you could Either have that, that or they'll, they'll do it with factions. two unit cards, one for Rebels, one for... Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that's kind Republic, of and they'll they'll pick a midway point for the model somewhere, probably just post Battle of Endor. No, sorry, Battle of Mandalore. Three Definitely post Battle of Endor. Not two, three. I reckon she'll be in Scum and Villainy as well. Just just a hot take. Throw cards for it, but yeah. um, possibly because it's well, it's like nothing's been done on it, so no, of course it's possible. Everything is possible right now. We haven't, we haven't now. seen oh, anything she, on it. She could be but, wielding a, a blue and green lightsaber. She could be real, uh, wielding two double. blue lightsabers. She could be wielding two white lightsabers. Or she could be wielding six lightsabers because it was in a book one time. Like, yeah. you know. Um, but my point there is, look, we're prob- I think Mitch is right that we're probably going to see multiple faction to Ahsoka. Yep. I, I think we will get three unit cards in there because... They are moving into Mandalorian territory now. Whilst we're getting scum and villainy to begin with, that's, you know, Pikes. We've seen the Pikes. They were in Solo. Black Sun. Well, we knew about the Black Sun. They were in Solo. Maul. Maul was in Solo. We've seen these in life action. So we can, we can see where their models are coming from for those. They've also, they've also given us that they're going to give us um, Dinjarin and the Child. So I reckon, hot take here, we're probably going to see Bo-Katan as a character. And she fits into, again, three factions because she helps. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't really call her a clone. She's the Republic. Um, yeah, I wouldn't really call her a Battle of Mandalore. Battle of Mandalore oh, yeah, era. Okay. Um, so Death Watch era. Battle, Battle of Mandalore era. So Night Owls and then, like... Rebels. Uh, Rebels she, era, which is Rebel 1. 
pretty much. And then, and then you could probably have her as a mercenary at the back end doing something on her own as well. Yeah. Um, so, in Mandalorian era. So, you know. Yeah, I think that we're going to start seeing multiple unit cards, and I think Ahsoka, Bo-Katan are two really good Kickstarters there. Um, yeah. Also getting, you know, Din Djarin and the Child is going to be a real good uh, buy-in for people. Yeah, especially if they time it right with Mando season three, season of Mandalore. Yeah, yeah, or even season yeah, yeah, Mandalore, and probably getting Ahsoka at the same time. I think like my hot takes here: we're going to see uh, three three unit carded characters coming up for a while. I, I reckon at least two to three, especially with you know all of the named characters that they're doing now, because these are the the things that we're getting now. Whilst we've got all the iconic stuff in all four of the original factions that we've got, this fifth faction and everything that's coming is really on brand for what AMG does as well, which is characters. And this stuff is all going to be mainly based around the characters. And being character full, the amount of times I can say character in one sentence, we're going to start seeing things that just bounce between armies and give us different interactions. Because that's yeah, they've already, they've already, they already showed that with yeah. the X-Wing stuff that they're bringing out for literally Bo-Katan. Yes. Um, so it's definitely on the cards. Like anything that they do in any system can translate to the others in at least concept. Yes. Um, so anything happens in X-Wing that yeah, is a good concept a... or works can be translated in some way to Armada or Legion. Yep. And so might, of mean, course these things are possible. We've already seen them because of R2-D2. Yeah. Like, and I mean, the lat. Like these things already exist. Yeah. It's not a huge surprise if we get a Bo-Katan or an Ahsoka that spans well, two to three factions if we're, or if we're two going to three timelines. You know what I mean? Like, well, if they're going down that route... Ahsoka, Ahsoka, double the four. I, I actually think Ahsoka might be just a scum and villainy and be able to be taken in all of them and not have the independent keyword. Like, I think that could be a thing. Then it's well, one, you know, I like to just stick with what's tangible in front of me and give me that juicy points update. Yeah, make Death Troopers great again. Not going to happen, but they will make Vader great again, and I'm okay with that. I'd also be okay with them dropping, uh, what's his face, Director Krennic by twenty points. Ah, uh, Krennic will just get a whole new card. Probably his command cards. Command cards are the best bit of him, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll just drop by twenty points, and then people will actually look at him as playable. Just putting that out there, AMG. Oh, I reckon Death Troopers need synergies with getting face-up orders, like what I said, I think, a couple of episodes ago. Like, let them get a free, rec- like, recover one tapped card when you get a face-up order or something like that. Something of that effect so that uh, the entourage is worth so much more. Yeah, yeah. To a good point. But, um, I might get entourage rent you as well. That's the other side of it. You could have might. both. Anyway, let's round this out because it's a Thursday night and we all have to work tomorrow morning. Yes, yep. I do. 
four hours on this call was plenty. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I blame you, Mitch. Now, with that, I'm your host, Support Officer Cooper. I'm Engineering Captain Courtney. And Feed the Lizard, Moff Mitch. Feed the Lizard, feed the Lizard, feed the Lizard. Feed him dice and may them all be crits. If you like this podcast, please follow our Facebook page by searching We Are Legion Podcast and subscribe to the show via your favourite podcast platform. Voiceover and post-production by General Kara or